The biggest international festival for the business of podcasting is back. The Podcast Show London will bring together thousands of podcast creators under one roof on the 22nd and 23rd of May. Also featuring major industry players, global brands and some of the most iconic voices in podcasting. Plus creator meetups, networking and an evening festival of unmissable live shows. Passes from £89. Book yours now at thepodcastshowlondon.com. This is a HeadGum Podcast. This week on the program, it's the battle of the disgusting ship boys as Atreyu faces off against Bastion in The NeverEnding Story. I'm Andrew Luckdragon. I'm a dying horse. Eric, disgusting shit boyska. Need some limestone here. Carbon. And we hate movies. Thank you for tuning into the fine program and welcome to the start of the summer blockbuster extravaganza 2023. And uh, we should say, just we like to get out in front of this every year. <laughs> it's just a title we put on things. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean a goddamn thing. <laughs> I don't know when this movie came out. And I don't give a shit, except that it was 1984 and it was directed. The English language debut of the late, great Wolfgang Peterson. Oh, yeah. The right, big guy. Yes. Coming off Das Boot, he did this, which was <laughs> incredible. Quite, quite a tone shift. By the way, April, <laughs> this came out in April in West Germany to all of our German ah, listeners, ah. but to all of our Americans, July 20th. So relax. Oh, okay. So hey, summer. All right. we're, we're deep in the summer here, man. One, right. one for one, fellas. We're not, going, we're not going to date court. We'll, we'll go to date court on another one of these. I'm sure we will. Yes. And yes, we have, we'll actually. have our lawyer, you know, Ridley Glupenstein get all <laughs> the stuff together. If we go to date court, my dibs are on Judge Joe Brown. I'd love to go on a date with that guy. Absolutely. Oh, my God. God. Yeah. Date court. Oh, I don't know, man. Judge Judy Scheinlin. Like, it's probably <laughs> some supreme hand stuff after that date court. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which one do you want ruling over you? That's the question. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so I'm curious what everybody's relationship to this movie was, because I will say right up front, I watched this for the first time approximately three hours ago, and that be that for this guy. I cannot. I find that shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yes. Because this was on TV everywhere. I I feel like every time I sat down as a kid, this was on. Obviously, I didn't see in the theaters. I'm 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 not that old, kids. (laughs) But I watched. I've seen this movie probably at least twenty times in my life. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, I've never like been like, "Hey, let's put on the never-ending story." But I know that I've seen it like forty times. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just it just was on in the late nineteen eighties, uh, and I've definitely seen the second one uh, yes, with uh, R.I.P.D. Jonathan Brandis. That, I never watched the third one with Free Willy third, Kid. Third Appar- one, no. Free Willy Kid and Ooh. Jack Black apparently. Wow, yes. really? And there's yeah. a fourth one as well. What really? There is. I don't. I haven't seen it. I don't know. But are I, you thinking I, of the cartoon? It might, I, I I know there's a f- one called Never Ending Story Four. 
that's oh, what wow. I saw. But it's, my... for, it's for Germans only, I guess. Oh, I guess, yeah, <laughs> they have to keep that thing Yeah, that's what is up. just for us, you know. You can have the first three, but the fourth one's the real saucy one, just for us. It says lots of whips, lots of leather. It's a special kind of never-ending oh, story. <laughs> well, Chris Cabin, it appears there is not a fourth movie, not yet. I'm, okay, I'm gonna send I you think this there's thing something when about I get off they've this. been. Tr- I think I think there's been, yeah. there's been a bidding. There's war a remake recently. coming. It, there's yes, a remake coming exactly, next exactly. year. Uh, Is it really? That they, well, that's been, I. I was. Re- they've been trying to do that. I don't know where yeah, that's next year from. 2024 was the day I saw when I was reading up on it. Okay, okay. I'm on the I'm, I'm on a fandom wiki, which you know is the most accurate thing. Oh, it absolutely. says that this this reboot will be coming sometime in the 2020s. Sometime. Yeah. Well, all right. So 2028, <laughs> we'll get it. Yeah, like I mean, six and a half years left to come true on that. That's really more of a what do you call it? There, a, uh, a just a matter of time, right? Like that. that that's not even a rumor. Like, they of course to. they're going to reboot. They're not going right. to. Yeah, they have. This to. is a huge IP. They're not going to not reboot. Well, this I thing. believe. Well, I mean, th- first of all, I, I don't know about a huge IP, Steve. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's no fucking. Well, I mean, I think, I think that here's the thing. I think as you guys were talking about it, one of the things that I think put my household off to this. Uh, when I was was a lad, there's no notable stars in this movie, and I like a lot of what you know I watched in our house as kids was like things where we knew like what the the stars were or whatever. And these two nothing little boys and all these puppets <laughs> well, did not really but, but amount I, to I, a cast. I, I get I get that a little bit because I I will say I I didn't wa- the first one I've only seen twice before. I've wow. seen the second one with uh, uh, Jonathan Brandis. Like at least twenty times, like wow. you guys. I have interesting. The second one I remember very clearly seeing in the theater. Uh, mm. Oh wow, theater boy! Yeah, I did see the second one in the theater for sure. <laughs> wow, that's um, crazy. But this is a bankable IP because I mean, it was even referenced in Stranger Things recently. Exactly. Like, this this was a cultural force, just not in the Andrew House. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, think, that, I mean, that's fair. It's just it's one of those things I have always known about this movie. Mm-hmm. I've known bands that have covered the the great fucking song by the Kajagugu guy, like all of that. I'm totally aware of it. The dog, the whole thing, the, the, mm-hmm. well, whatever the luck dragon is, as he, as I learned <laughs> three hours ago. Yeah. With, with his Ernest Borgnine laugh, which is fantastic. But just, there was all of those things that came together that I was just like, I don't give a shit. And I'm sure if I watched it as a kid, it would have played way better for me than it, it did so today. How how did you live so long, Falcor? <laughs> I masturbate all the time. <laughs> it's good for the luck dragon's prostate. Yes. Yeah, oh, I, I I rub one out with my red rocket. <laughs> But, you know, this is just a very interesting movie in terms of being like West German and Wolfgang yeah. Peterson's first, like, you know, I guess massively dubbed English language film here. Yes. But Roland Emmerich had a similar trajectory of trying to break into the American market with like uh quasi Spielbergian or whatever kind of feeling movies. Because yeah. I, I was going through uh Roland Emmerich's early films and one of them, Joey, AKA making contact is sort of a poltergeist kid. Movie. Oh, that's right. I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it's kind of interesting. Like, the history of this movie, just in the sense of like, it was the most expensive non-American or Soviet production uh, to ever be made at the time, which I think is, I, yeah, fucking I cool. buy it. If you look at yeah. these fucking, these, they, these creatures they've created, I mean, oh, yeah. that's the other thing is I think this is in 
tune with uh, Dark Crystal, yeah. all the Jim oh, Henson yeah. stuff. Yeah. I think that's what they saw in La- Labyrinth as well. Yes, La- Labyrinth is like that Red Rock was like, oh, you want to go four blocks down, you'll hit the Labyrinth. You just hit, <laughs> take a left at the nothing. You'll, fe- you'll see the Labyrinth. I'm just looking up years. So actually, interestingly, Dark Crystal came out two years before this. Labyrinth two years after. Yep. Which is kind it's all of it's all of a piece. I feel. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. Oh I mean, yeah. It was, yeah. It was a run. Fantasy. It's here. It is. It's fantasy with puppets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Puppet fantasy. And it, these are good puppets. You know what I mean? Like, oh, they're hey, great puppets. Puppet yeah. Fantasy. What is this? My search history. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was uh, that fucking Melissa McCarthy movie. I'm not sure if Dark Crystal and uh uh uh. Uh, what's a labyrinth so uh, heavily like just give you the sense of being on SSRIs like <laughs> like there is this set this this movie more than those other two is like depressed like there's yeah. something oh, yeah. really the depressing horse dies about, of the, depression the horse, I mean, which the horse, is awesome yes. this is what kids need to be learning honestly death and loss I love that scene of that horse getting sad and drowned <laughs> I will say it is it is incredibly effective I was stunned right? at what I was watching I mean it was a, it truly was me I felt I was channeling my father dude I wonder if he got a shiver upstate because I was just like what is this shit we need more movies like this that introduce these ideas to children in a way mm-hmm. right but like because right now, all contemporary kids' movies just look like Funko Pops. It's just look, CG yes, garbage. I, so, so kids, when your horse gets depressed, let it drown in the mud. Every time, <laughs> yeah. well, make sure you Chris, allow that to happen because it's important for the future of your life. He didn't let it drown. Uh-huh. He was trying to save him. The horse was- willed to die. Yes, I guess that's a but I, the kid didn't put in enough effort. I'm got, I'm sorry, yeah. wow. the kid is the blame. I mean, I I don't know what I, he's like a wow. little fucking ten year old boy. Dude. Where did he bring? You, uh, did he, he bring the horse to the place where it's gonna drown? Yes, he did. Um, I so the beginning is this incredible song for like it's three and a half awesome. minutes. I've been listening to it all day long. <laughs> yeah, it's a great song. I was listening to it. I was listening to the newfound glory cover of it, which I think is great. Um. And the 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 song just playing over the credits and the the weird like smoke sky and everything. Sure. The the effects there are so awesome, man. And by the way, yeah, as an adult, beneficial me this morning. Uh, being on drugs totally helped. Uh, oh, that there was, you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that you luck get- dragon's talking. <laughs> you sure open is. on. I mean, like there are sad houses, and then there's Bastion's whole deal, man. This dad is just like. Oh. He is one step. He is one bad math test away of being dropped off at the orphanage. Like, well, oh, Bast- Bastion, we did, we did our best here. Sorry, uh, we're gonna have to part ways, buddy. Firm handshake at forty dollars. I'll see you later. I'm telling you what, dude. All this dad has to do is meet a new lady who's gonna be like his second wife, and uh-huh. that lady's got a bunch of kids that he likes and everything. And then she starts getting in there, like, you know what we could do is just throw Bastion in the river and we could have our own family. You have to uh, think about your disgusting kid and your dead wife ever again. But if it was, if he gets a stepmom, it would be also okay for him to to have sex with her. That's that's what I've heard. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, That's, that's, I believe. I mean, this also, I mean, Andrew, what you're talking about is, I mean, in, 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 you know, books it's called cobble potting. And uh, I don't I don't think it's a great idea. I think you should, you know, embrace your children no matter what they are, even if they have a penguin nose and make a screeching noise in the middle of the night like it, this kid is. But it's amazing because the dad is there like the kid wakes up and he gets like a nightmare. And like, you know, you cut to this really awesome kitchen 
Uh, oh, this kitchen was actually pretty prime, dude. I was noticing that also. <laughs> that's, a, that's a nice fucking kitchen. Um, well, this, this kid was also the kid in Cocoon. Sure was. Oh. In, uh, excuse me, in both of those Cocoon movies. <laughs> yes. Cocoon and Cocoon the Return. A, a oh, story yeah. disgusting shit boy. He's been oh, around absolutely. for a while the now. The floppiest of floppy hair. I mean, oh, this Chris, is he's been pretty... around for a while, but he's also been gone for even longer. Well, sure. Pretty good uh, <laughs> child acting career here as Victor Frankenstein and Frankenweenie. Daryl in Daryl. Oh, the robot. He's a robot in that movie. Mm, yeah, I think so. I, haven't, I never saw Daryl. I didn't see it. I just know what it is. It's a it, The kid's a robot for some reason. I don't know much beyond that. It's it's not that Sam and something. Oh, that, Sam that's... and S-A-M and something else. Oh, yeah. no, it's it's literally called Daryl and Daryl's an, an acronym. acronym. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I mean, just, just like Sam. Yep, it did. It did happen <laughs> twice. And no one gave a shit either time, funny enough. <laughs> The but dad so, is also uh, Gerald McRaney, who's like a very prolific character actor, like a ma- major dad, a ton of shit, in- including yes, yes of major dad, the, the big one. He yeah. was in. He was in. Uh, he's the guy. Um, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, uh, previous guest of the show, Brent McDuff, was over at my house, and he loves to bring over weird VHS tapes. And the tape that he brought was a woman's guide to firearms, and hmm. and it's just it's this. <laughs> It's him and Jeffrey Lewis and this actress, Lee oh. Purcell. Jeffrey Lewis. That's yes. amazing. And just like, well, now this is how ladies would handle a gun. It's, it's <laughs> fucking, it's, inc- it's, it's like an incredible. instructional video. It is an instructional video. It's fantastic. Wow. It's- you know, I was thinking of, um, you see it sometimes in movies where like the, the scumbag villains watching TV and what he's watching is like those fake uh, like it's a babe in a bikini with a machine gun yeah. next oh, no, to no, no, a no. mud-covered truck. Do, 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 do. No, this is like, oh, you're, you know, just because your husband's not home doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to know how to use your own guns. And oh, like, just, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Now, now, if you're having problems with it, what we can do is you just put a little bow on the top of it, <laughs> and that makes it so much easier to aim and shoot. Whereas, uh, was uh, Major Dad and Jeffrey Lewis, like, their whole point in the video was, like, just aggressively telling the woman what she was doing wrong with the gun? Well, no, J- Jeffrey Lewis is, like, in the video, but then, like, uh, Major Dad was hosting it. Like, every so often, oh. they just cut to him in, mm. a, in, like, a book, in a room full of books and being like, that's right. So Lee knew now how to use her gun and blah, blah, oh, blah. Wow. And then, but you should definitely <laughs> consult other people. Like, he keeps being like, this video is very important. It teaches you how to use guns. But just as an FYI, you need to talk to someone else before. Oh, yep. Legally, yep. I have to say this. Yep. Yeah. Abs- that is that is the please don't sue us if you t- watch this video and then murder your husband. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but he's just like, oh, hello, bastard. I uh, didn't hear you wake up. And it's like, you're not waking this kid up. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's I a know. little kid. It should be like a wake up. Here's your jammies or whatever. He, this kid's like eating breakfast that he made, essentially. Yes, he did himself. And then he's like, Dad, I had another dream about mom. And he's like, Mom's death shouldn't get in the way of our responsibilities. <laughs> oh, my God. What a son of a bitch, wow. man. We While should he's... be moving on now. Come on now, son. Drink your coffee. Eat your oatmeal with nothing on it. And let's <laughs> well, get going for the well, day. I blend raw eggs and orange <laughs> juice together. <laughs> Dude, oh! I was stunned. I couldn't. I missed the orange juice. I'm glad you got that. Because I was like. Is he just like mixing up eggs and chugging them? But I mean, I guess the orange juice makes it more of a protein this shake. Was like a health craze in the early yeah, 80s. Like yeah, we, we were just raw. Well, because, you know, raw dog, I think they called it. Somebody oh, yes. watched Rocky and was uh-huh. like, 
what if I did that, but for the brunch crowd and put in orange <laughs> juice on top of it? You know it. make mine a mimosa at that point. <laughs> An egg mosa. Yes. <laughs> uh, also, Steve, on top of not waking him up and making uh, the, his son breakfast, he's also like, well, you know, uh, what did he say to him? He goes, uh, stop dra- daydreaming and start facing your problems. And with that, Good talk. I wish I had more time, but I have to go to work and you have to go to school. And no, I am not giving you a ride and not making sure you get on a bus. <laughs> no, a bus. Your ass is walking to school. <laughs> and, and I imagine later in the movie, he's just like, huh, didn't come home tonight. I guess that problem yeah. worked itself out. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm going to get, I better call Crystal, tell her I can move in. <laughs> I, I mean, I was walking to school, I mean, but, I, but I had older siblings too. So we were all kind of walking together for a while. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, similarly, there was a period of my life where we lived close to our grade school and sometimes yeah. we would walk. But uh, yeah, it was never alone <laughs> to be, uh, you know, possibly spotted and picked on by a gaggle of bullies like we have here. But he really just says goodbye like a roommate it's fucking fantastic yep. it's like yep yeah i'll uh, see you when i see a little kid uh, all right <laughs> oh actually there is another thing that he fucking chastises him for too he's like and also on top of this laundry list of complaints i'm very disappointed you didn't bother to try out for the swim team <laughs> so oh yeah what? yeah yeah and you still owe me back rent yeah. <laughs> uh, could you tell could you tell crystal not to eat my leftovers I, I have them clearly marked in the fridge next to my sodas those are my mr pibs yeah you know crystal told me she doesn't even like mr pibs so i don't know why she drinks them all the time you know yes, mom would have wanted crystal to drink your mr pibs <laughs> she likes a cold beverage every once in a while okay bastion all right bastion yeah. by the way yeah you know, what the, is that you don't see the dad leave and goes to those three bullies, gives them like 50 bucks each. And be like, listen, put him in the garbage can, make sure it closes <laughs> entirely. Okay? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah. Oh, my God. So, so ba- it's Bastion, short for Sebastian? Or- I'm guessing so, yeah. If you were Sebastian, would you go by Bastion or Sebulba? Be honest. <laughs> I, uh, I'm I would go by Sebastian. S. Craig Zoller, dude. I, just go go. Oh, yeah. I, I do the, I do S. Dot. Is, and okay. Whatever my Is middle he- name would be. Is he a Sebastian? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm okay. curious. I doubt it. I'm I'm buddies with a guy named Sebastian. He goes by Seb. Oh. Yeah, that's better. I like that. Yeah, it's Seb. pretty cool. Yeah. Isn't that in, am I wrong? Is, isn't he Sebastian in a Hollow Man? And isn't Josh Brolin at the end of that movie screaming, Where's Sebastian? Yes, I believe that's <laughs> true. Where's Sebastian? Uh-huh. That sounds, from, yes, you were yes. correct, Steve. Okay, good. Excellent. I'm, I'm very excited about that. Seb- Sebastian Kane, by the way. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That's a villain right there. That's a real yeah. name. Uh, so yeah, he goes. He he like just kind of. I guess he locks up and you know turns the stove off. Uh, you know checks checks the power line. And it's just, yes. This kid is just like nine years old. It's amazing. Yeah. And he balances the-, the checkbook before he leaves the house. You know, I love the bullies that chase him, just screaming shit like "You're dead, weirdo." What this was? So- <laughs> I, I I don't understand this. This was a thing in movies in the eighties. Sure, that nothing made you a bigger target for fucking bullies than your mother being dead. Yeah, I, they, yeah. They I, was, was, I, I do dude. not understand. Was this something? One guy had it happen to him, well, and he became <laughs> a producer at like Universal. Perhaps yep. these bullies cased the joint first and saw that the dad didn't give a fuck. The mom was protecting him. <laughs> oh, we can move mom. right in, boys. We are eating tonight. Exactly. We can bully this kid for the next five years. Well, the funny thing is. They clearly know they I mean, because they know him from school. They know that his mother's died. But hilariously, 
that one of the taunts, the the teases they're calling him is Mama's boy, and I was uh, like, yeah. bullies. That's that's an impossibility right now. Yeah. He might be a crystal boy someday, but right now he ain't able. He is uneligible well, well, to be a mama's well, boy. But that's just, that makes it hurt all the more. Even yeah, if he yeah, wanted just, to be a mama's boy, he can't. Because she's fucking <laughs> being eaten by worms. Right? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's fair. What you should have in this scene is he's like, that's not fair. My mom's dead. And they're like, oh, what? Your mom's dead? Even better. You <laughs> fucking loser. Get <laughs> in the garbage can. You. Get in the garbage can where your mom was found. Get in the garbage <laughs> can. <laughs> when you get, and your dad was acquitted of all charges. Listen, I had a couple of uh, dinners with the man that murdered my wife, but no one could prove that I ever paid him for anything. So there no, you go. No, he was now, just t- teaching me how to make an orange uh, egg uh, mimosa here. <laughs> now, listen, Bastion, we're not going to be watching Dateline tonight. Okay, there's a... <laughs> There's a personal story on that uh, I don't think you should be watching. I don't think it's it's pertinent. They uh, didn't even reach out for comment. My side of the story is not even in there. Uh, one of the bullies, by the way, is one of the adult bullies in the 1990 It adaptation. Oh, wow. that makes sense. Yeah, I don't think that he, it's. Yeah, I don't think it's the the one that uses all the slurs in that movie. But it's like. The number two bully. So, do you think the bull- this bully then moves to Derry, Maine after the events of this film? It's possible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he moves keep, from Vancouver keep on- <laughs> to Derry, Maine. He's a side like will bully for food kind of a thing. <laughs> uh, just bully, bully it up and down the coasts, man. Just, just trying wow, to make dude. a living. That's a, that's an interesting show. That's like the Nelson Muntz. If Nelson Muntz got a spinoff, it'd be called like Nelson Muntz Bully for Hire. Uh, yep. Yeah. The crash, the crash hurt our bullying, our bullying community pretty hard. Oh, that we you can't find kids to shove into lockers anymore. You can't take. They don't even have. They have Venmos now, so you can't. You can't take money from them for lunch. You These can't like do the it. People that complain about whatever perceived population decline. It's just there's not enough kids to torment anymore. Yeah. Wow, true. Chris. Chris, you actually just made me wonder with that Venmo comment. What are the odds you guys think that there's some reprehensible ass clenching joke in a season 30 whatever of the Simpsons where like oh. <laughs> Jimbo is like bullying Bart and he's punching him in the stomach and it's like you better transfer that 30 bucks to me right now on Venmo Simpson mm-hmm. it's yeah, the it's... same episode where Homer works for Uber Eats or something oh, oh kill it kill <laughs> that show <laughs> Maybe God. I sh- and then Lisa or then Marge gets an OnlyFans, right, folks? Oh, oh yeah. Hold on then, a second. then the internet would fucking explode. I know. I think I'd sign up. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a Simpson, not mm-hmm. you know, if I was a yeah, Simpson of person, course, not, of course. not me now. Right. No, yeah. if, you, no, if you were no. like Lenny or Mo. Exactly. Mo is the number one. She he's like the top patron on Marge's OnlyFans. Oh yeah, fans. he's tipping every day. Mo Sizlak and Eric Sizka, very similar. Yes. The Polish uh, lover. Yes, Mo Sizlak's screen name on OnlyFans is like uh Midge Lover 69. <laughs> <laughs> it is right. all his stinky lines and everything. <laughs> uh yeah, so he does get thrown in the dumpster. He gets back out and this is the this is one of the funniest parts of the movie, if not the funniest, is he's like, phew, the bullies are all gone. <laughs> Dude, and he comes it. out of this alley and the bullies are right there going, <laughs> one of them goes, 
Hey, who said you could get out of the dumpster? <laughs> I would like it if that was the rest of the movie. This kid kind of <laughs> keeps trying to sneak out. And the police yeah. like, what did I just say? It's, it's phone should... booth by a kid in a dumpster. <laughs> you be reading, I, I've read... got a bully trained on you. You can't exit the dumpster. <laughs> you should be reading that book in the dumpster. <laughs> Well, this is, I mean, it's a, yeah. it's amazing that he plays hooky at school. It's its just an incredible yeah, feat. Nerds, I've never done it, seen it done quite that way before. Yeah, nerds don't really usually play hooky, as, but but if they did, they would hide in the school because yes, they, like, yes. they like to school read. So yes. much. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, the, he is doing the nerdiest thing possible. He is, he is skipping out on school to read a book. Uh, for pleasure alone yeah. it is about as nerdy as it gets uh, like short of going to the science museum i don't know if you could do anything more uh, uh, it's like if you skip no the, i think the only thing nerdy would be if you skip school to go home and do homework in advance that's also yeah, about, yeah i guess or, there are kids that would do that you're working on like you're like in the fourth you're in the fifth grade but you're doing like seventh grade math you know what i mean just on yeah. your own yes uh. exactly <laughs> uh but he does finally escape the dumpster and like the the kids like hey what did you what did you go back in the go back in the dumpster but he runs and did what uh Eric and I did Eric Andrew and I did a couple of months ago when we were I don't know where the hell we were we were in but Denver were some, we were in Denver and some lunatic was screaming down the street and we like ducked into a bookstore like oh. he'll, ne he'll never find us in here <laughs> yep that's exactly <laughs> oh wow we totally did do yes, what this kid does you're right he was following us for blocks I think he was bullying up and down the coast well and then he got to the <laughs> The, the fucking Rocky Mountains eventually, and he found us, and he followed us blocks yelling shit. Oh, yeah, dude. That, that was how I spent, uh, like, $40 on this really cool, like, gold-gilded pages copy of the Magnificent Ambersons. <laughs> that, that's awesome. Well, you know, I thought he was going to follow us in the bookstore and kill that nice old lady. <laughs> yes. But yeah, then it would have oh, been her problem. See, that's the thing. Once you go to a <laughs> yep. bookstore, then it's her problem. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, now it's the shopkeep's problem. It's like an it follows demon type of thing. <laughs> that man might have looked older, but that was actually a 16-year-old who was bullying for years until this country kicked him out of his home in his workplace, yeah. <laughs> which was the high school over on Maine. Mm, yeah. Uh, so he's in this he's in this uh, bookstore there, and it is a it is one of those like you know immediately when you walk in the door, it is run by an old crank. There's just books everywhere, just like no human being would stack books like that. Like love real, this guy, real crazy shit. And this dude is giving it to this kid immediately, like, oh, you're <laughs> just hiding in here, you fucking moron. Blah get, blah get blah. Get out of here! I don't like kids. <laughs> yeah, why don't you go play a video game? The video, stupid video cage down the street. Books don't make the beep 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 beeps. Uh, yes. He's like, oh, oh these man. little rectangular thing. They're called books. Go get fucked, you little kid. Yeah, <laughs> you just, he throws it right back, though, dude. And then this bookshop guy recognizes this kid is also a, a, a nerd, right? Oh, you read? You actually read books? Treasure yeah. Island? You've read Treasure Island? Okay, kid. Mm -hmm. well, here get, here are me... the pictures of me murdering your mother. We should get out. <laughs> you, you, you finally, that was the password. You yeah. finally figured it out. And here's this book on the occult with a weird snake symbol on it. Dude, yeah, because like, he's reading he's like, Oh, you would because the kid Bastion lays out his bona fides. He's like, you know, 20,000 20, leagues under the sea, blah, blah, blah. Treasure Island Center. He's like, the corrections. Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, uh, <laughs> you know, a bunch of, bunch yeah. of Faulkner, yeah. you know. I mean, that's what yeah, would have yeah. been funny if he like reeled off 
I mean, those books are all great that he mentioned. They're, of course, classics yes. and everything. But, like, Little kid books, some yeah, but- real deal, like, heady up there literature would be awesome. Um, uh, the end of Alice, he reads. No, but so he's like, no, <laughs> uh, actually, don't worry about it. Like, oh, but you wouldn't want this. This isn't baby bullshit like you used to, kid. This is a real book. It's not safe. Yeah. It's At this just, point, if I'm this little kid, I'm just like, okay. all right, so he's yeah. fucking weird. This yes. is this isn't like your 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 your, your stories like Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea or Lord of the Rings. There's monsters in this. There's <laughs> mountains mm-hmm. and castles you have to go to. It's very different, you stupid baby child. Oh yeah, this ain't no Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, boy. In this story, the hero goes on an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a choose your own adventure book, and this kid gets Ooh. way too fucking into it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure you want this? Or you can't plug a fucking headphone in this. You can't. I'm sorry, <laughs> child. Here's the thing. And, you know, maybe the book that this is based on elaborates a little more. Or maybe this isn't even part of the book. I don't know. I heard but they like, changed a lot. By yeah, the way. because because the author like did one is uh, he was like, this is awful. Stop production and change things or change the title. And the producers were like, no, you can go eat shit on both of those <laughs> ideas. And so he has to have his name taken out of the opening credits, I guess. But like. If this guy is reading the never ending story, like, and he gets to the part that is serves as the end of this movie, is he the guy that's got to say the name? Like, well, what? What well, is the deal? Well, that's things apparently. That, a great question. Um, or is it like different for everybody? Kind mm-hmm. of a thing. I, I don't know what that deal is. Is it like? Is right. it like porno when he opens it up? It's like, <laughs> oh, great. Back to my harem. Oh, hello, ah, ladies. Yes. Oh, the never-ending story, colon. Ooh, la, la. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's, it's just, it suddenly turns into like a Richard Russo book, funny yep. when this older man takes it. It's just not, it's not, it, it, no no creatures whatsoever. Just fucking midlife crisis and having sex with your neighbor. Oh, that sounds like a lot of, that sounds like good reading, Chris. The biggest international festival for the business of podcasting is back. The Podcast Show London will bring together thousands of podcast creators under one roof on the 22nd and 23rd of May. Also featuring major industry players, global brands and some of the most iconic voices in podcasting. Plus creator meetups, networking and an evening festival of unmissable live shows. Passes from £89. Book yours now at thepodcastshowlondon.com. It is, but no, apparently this was like the first, only the first half of the book was this movie. Yes. And then yeah. like, like, obviously, like the rush at the end where it's like, hey, I'll just remake uh, Fantasia takes a lot more in the book. And like, right, he's like right, doing right. a lot more stuff. Um, this guy yes. playing Coriander, by the way, uh-huh. just a little fun fact from his uh, Wikipedia page. The actor's name was Thomas Hill. And he uh, worked uh, as a voice actor doing uh, the role of Uncle Owen in a 1981 Star Wars radio drama. Oh, wow. Oh. That's, that's, yeah. those, are, those radio dramas are, are pretty uh, sought after. Oh, really? Like, it's kind of hard to find copies? Well, or they're no, just, like, I, not I on YouTube? You could or? probably find it, but I think they, they have interesting details. It's, like, a nice oh. supplemental. Oh, that's yeah. kind of cool. He comes back for the second one, too, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Although it was weird, I was looking at IMDb. The character's name—it's still Coriander, but it's spelled with a K. Oh yeah, Corn so. had come on the market. So suddenly, <laughs> oh, that's just, you know <laughs> to see change. The, the kid, like he's like, oh, I got a, I got a phone call, and I guess like 
<laughs> Sorry, guy real is... quick, real quick. Dan Aykroyd plays Wedge Antilles. What? Oh, nice. we gotta find this. Yeah, yeah. This looks. Oh, uh, Rebel Leader. Yep. There is no way to go there, Rebel Leader. Sorry. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> On a technicality, it looks like. <laughs> but the kid. But the guy's like, oh, I got a phone call now. Get the hell out of here, you little baby, and don't touch my super special book. And of course, <laughs> the kid steals it. Five-figure discount, but he writes a note and says, I promise I'll bring it back, which is total bullshit. And the guy total comes back bullshit. and he's like, ah, son of he's like happy about it. And Dora is he's like, the great game begins. Like he's got a, yeah. a it's weird that. smile it's, on his face. Yes, and it's it is a thing where it's like he passed off the Jumanji board to somebody else. Okay. And he's just like, eh, get ready, you stupid bastard. You got no idea what's coming. Oh, dude, so it's like, it is like it follows. The book, you just, yeah. you, that's right. The, the book has to get stolen from you. I mean, <laughs> right. I, it's not as, I mean, it is creepy in passages, but I, it more feels like a what about Bob situation <laughs> where the bald guy, uh, uh, the high talker from Seinfeld is his first therapist. Yes. This is Dan. Yeah, and, and he passes him off and just cuts the guy saying, "Freedom, freedom." And I, just, I, I want that. that's what I want this bookseller to be like. Oh, he took it. I'm free. I'm yeah. free. Do you think it was like you know Bastion was the first one to come into that bookstore in like ten years? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, someone to take this book off my hands. Now I can turn to dust. He's, yeah. just, a, he's just a skeleton. He just goes back. Like, oh, that'd be nice. You cut back to him, and it's just a skeleton, <laughs> dust everywhere. <laughs> He goes to give back the book. He's like, Mr. Coriander, I have your... Oh, no. <laughs> what do you mean, Bastion? You went to that bookstore. That was burned down 30 years ago. <laughs> it's a Pizza Hut, kid. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's a Pizza Hut Taco Bell combination, kid. <laughs> so he goes to school and, you know, he gets to the classroom and, uh-oh, math test. What is this door to this classroom where there's it's West this German is all is what it is. <laughs> yeah, guess. no, exactly. Dude, I was like, did they film this in a fucking prison? What is this door? <laughs> yeah, it actually Don't... served as a prison for a short time at the after the fall of Germany. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's just it's like got a little teeny tiny rectangular window at the top of it yes. that you could, you know, pass a tray of food through and not much else. <laughs> uh, and he, it... he sees that class is going on and he's like, well fuck it. And goes he he knows that the school just leaves out this key to the attic, you know the school's attic. This is insane. What? This <laughs> attic is insane too. Like, just go home. Just take yep. the book that you're so excited about and go home and read no. it. Well, that father, dude, who the hell knows what he gets up to at night? I bet that guy drinks mightily. Well, I, I, I see. Yep. I, 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 you're also you might have missed uh, Force for a Force for here, Stephen. He takes this book. Uh -huh. He gets up there and like he's just planning to start drilling some holes down there <laughs> oh, to keep yeah. an eye on all the classrooms. <laughs> Got it. Yes. Make sure that they're all doing what he thinks they should be doing. Uh, and then, shallow but, the, the book, scenario. but then the book just takes it over. You know, he just he gets enraptured. You know, it's the first yeah. couple of pages. He's in it. And, and then so like he when he settles down in this attic, which is a house of horrors, by the There's way. Skeletons. I mean, skeletons. Yes. We're talking mounted animal heads. Tons of That's a wolf head. Like, who are you? Who's yeah. murdering a wolf? And yep. a samurai of some kind. Yes. Oh, I missed the suit. There's, there's a samurai suit. It's like a it's like the face mask of one. I don't know oh, how much of the armor is oh. there, but 
quite an interesting school they got here. Maybe that <laughs> like, was from um, the other Axis Power sent that over for show and tellers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, why don't you? I mean, shit, man. I, you know, have a fucking. Uh, 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 a suit of armor up there, or a witch's cauldron. I mean, what are you doing with this set decoration? I, 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 you show what the pre, uh, the principal of this school should call up Antiques Roadshow or whatever the West German <laughs> version of it is, and let them ha- go ham on the whole fucking attic. They've got Dude, I'll tell lots you, man, of shit up there. Antiques Roadshow is called. We don't do that here in Germany. Yep. You know? Oh yeah, it's illegal. There is absolutely no way you can have that show because every episode it would just be like. <sighs> Next, no, well, I, I, uh, my my relative has come across these silver plates. Oh, get out of here! Get oh out! Van Gogh and Himmel, even the violin has a swastika on it. <laughs> no, no, yes, we do. We do have a lot of gold. It's just <laughs> the way it is stored. It's not fantastic. <laughs> now that we have oh, to, well, we have see. to seize that now. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. You see, uh, this lamp right here, you thought was free from any sort of Nazi insignia, but uh, oh, when you turn the light on, it's like the bad signal for Nazis was the car. Oh, and actually, this one here, yo, this is a personal tea set of Adolf Hitler. Actually, I have a buyer for this named Harlan Crow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just buying it to keep it off the street, you know. Oh, here's $80 million, Clarence <laughs> Thomas. Yeah, you'll see, you'll see this beautiful stein here I got. It, it, it has Adolf, and he's ascending to heaven. The top of it is heaven. You can open heaven, and that's where the beer is. Isn't that funny? The, the beer is where heaven is. That old Addy, he had a sense of humor, boy. It's me, Harlan Crow. <laughs> Yeah, I turned so off on Glorious Bastards three seconds in. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> I was told I was going to find a dog dragon in this beer program. <laughs> Wait a minute. They plot to do what to that movie theater? <laughs> uh, so he, you know, he settles down in his weird cryptic fucking grade school attic and settles in to read this book. And I just I realized at this moment, what this movie was going to be because he opens yeah. the book and sure. he's like, uh, what does he say? He goes, uh, it was the, um, it the best was of times. Mid- it was the worst of times. I wish <laughs> it was midnight in the howling forest. And I was like, oh, fuck. A lot of this movie is probably just watching this kid read this book, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And lo and but behold. You know, what's actually kind of like this too is the Princess Bride. Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, oh, big time. But I feel like there's less cutting back to Fred Savage in, in fair, that movie. Yeah. And, but is, you know, and, and you had Peter Falk, and it wasn't Fred yeah. Savage alone in a creepy <laughs> attic by himself. Uh, this, You know what? The bookshop owner should keep him overnight and read uh, his story <laughs> all the way till dawn. <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, it's it's pretty unexciting, uh, this whole, that whole part of this. Because, like, what they'll do is cut back and, like, They'll just have this kid read another line from the book or like show him like rooting on a character, which I've literally never done reading. I, 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 I'm, oh, I fine. Do. I'm fine with all of that if it doesn't. And we'll get to it when we get to it. If the whole thing wasn't just like teaching kids how you're supposed to watch a movie. The hero <laughs> is you. Yeah, Don't you understand, well, you stupid well, children? It's a ch- it's a children's movie, Chris, and it's I saying understand that. be confident, stand up to bullies, that kind of thing. That's kind of but, that messaging here. I know that. I, I do think that. I do think the balance is off because like it and I think that maybe the second half of the book where actually Bastion is probably rebuilding Fantasia is much more satisfying 
to that first part of the narrative because the first part of the narrative is just him in a musty old fucking thing being like, oh no. Well, you know is, what I mean? Every, is, yeah, every is never often. ending story part two more satisfying than this movie? Uh, no, it's not. There you go. <laughs> I don't good. remember. <laughs> You saw it 20 I, times, Chris. You don't remember. I, yes, when I was a kid. Eric, well, I've geez, seen a dude, lot more since. Lay off the pipe, man. Yeah, Jesus yeah, sure. Christ. That's it. <laughs> well, hey, it was like I didn't remember much of Son-in-Law a few weeks ago, and I've definitely seen that now 31 times. Oh, jeez, <laughs> man. Lay off the pipe. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, he just he cuddles up with a fucking dusty blanket over him and just starts reading this book and... You know, we we get right into it and this this dark force. And this is the thing. This first scene where you're just like getting to know like the little the rock biter guy and uh-huh. Deep Roy's character uh-huh. and that other fucking gleep glop thing. Like for me, because I had no anchor for what this movie was, I was like, God, damn. like I knew that the kid Atreyu was going to come around at some point. But I was like, how much of this movie is just going to be like these three guys and what do they fucking do like i just i had no idea what was going on and this is like it's like 10 minutes honestly of a 90 minute movie it is and it's very similar uh, uh, to legend as well the the, oh yes the the way it opens this way where you got other characters that i'm like oh wait I, i mean honestly i was excited i was like this is interesting to me i know a stupid kid is showing up and I'm gonna have to watch this stupid kid look at a fucking uh, uh, stitch. You'd statue rather see lately. a cannibal rock, right? Yes, please, please, more <laughs> of that shit. It had been a long time, so I was like, are they like gonna do a fellowship thing? Is the shit right. goblin gonna help him out in some way, shape, or form? The that rock is a guy shit is the night hob. Oh, hub. the night hob? Yeah, I call oh, the it guy a riding goblin. the bat. Yeah, it's yeah, a shit goblin. Sh- yeah, he's a shit goblin. A goblin. <laughs> and I yeah. think like because he's because he uses the bat as like the hang glider or whatever yeah, when they go yeah. on the little first part of the journey and like. I'm sorry, man. You're getting fucking guano on your ankles. I don't yeah. know what else to tell you. If you're using this bat like a hang glider, come on. He's eating that guano, dude. That's what he. That's what he's that's, feasting it's upon. His culture, please be be a little more sensitive, guys. That's true. Wait, culture. is he is he seriously eating bat shit? No, I, I have no idea. I just, oh, all I mean, right. But I just looked at this guy's mouth and I'm like, oh, there's something going on. There. <laughs> oh, it looks yeah. like I got a ring of bat shit around your mouth there, buddy. But I guess <laughs> this is establishing, obviously, that the nothing is consuming so many parts of the yes. world that the shit goblins are coming out. The yes, the the guys who race snails or everyone is threatened and they're all coming together in this, you know, tra- you know, kind of like you travel and you know how you guys do it. You, you walk around yeah. the country traveling at night, you see a glimmer of light in the distance. You're like, that's a campfire. Maybe I could rest easy there for the evening. Mm. You know, you go there and you ask much like the rock biter here. Yeah. And then you, you get your ropes up, you get on your cat snail and uh, <laughs> you get out of there real quickly to go to a, uh, this isn't Fantasia, right? This has a different name. Well, the no, world is, it's itself all, it's is all Fantasia. Fantasia. Oh, it's all they're Fantasia. like, they're like okay. a realm. This is like yes. there's a lot of brooms ro- running around. Gotcha. It's like Duchess oh, County. Sorry, Fantasia. Sorry, sorry. Yes, this is like the Duchess County to like you know downtown Manhattan or something. Gotcha. He's but this rock guy comes and he's like, oh, it's really bad where I am. The nothing took ever. Oh, look at these delicious rocks. He, I mean. Nothing wrong with these He's an rocks. addict. He's an addict. It's fine. You just kind of close your smaller bites and close yep. your mouth. That's the yeah. thing. It is kind of a funny gag where like, you know, crumbs to him. Are these like huge boulders falling on these little guys? Murdering his little friends. Nope. It's awesome. And I got to say the scope of this guy, which as far as I could tell, was just it's a it's a total puppet. 
Yeah. But they make him so huge. And the reveal of this is really cool. And it especially is. like if you're like me watching it for the first time, you have no idea what it is. And he's like, he's basically pushing a giant rock monster version of a granny cart that you see. Hey, you yeah. know, people mm-hmm. pushing yeah. laundry in around the city. Like he's just got one of those. And I'm like, it's like a big rolling thing and it's coming towards like Deep Roy and the shit goblin guy. And I was like, what is this? And then like the camera does it cool because you're using all like, you know, uh, uh, like big puppet area staging kind of stuff. The camera sort of does this cool tilt up and reveals how big this thing is. The All the model work and puppetry yeah. shit in this movie is awesome. Well, One the of the f- big things to disagree with Gene, uh, Gene Siskel about on this movie. Yeah, totally. He, I mean, he, thought, he thought all the effects... And stuff looked like garbage. And he thought oh, that wow. Falcor. He said that Falcor looked like a prize that you would win at a carnival and throw in the garbage <laughs> as you walk back to your car. <laughs> well, he's, he was so fucking harsh on that uh, review. But uh, the scope and ambition of doing this—it's really impressive to me. It is. Yeah. These yeah. Oh, big time. These things are incredible. Jesus, Jesus the, fucking um, sucks. The the effect of <laughs> the effect with uh, Deep Roy on this uh, the racing snail. This looks really cool too. It kind of looks like he's on a speeder in Star Wars. Yeah. See, Just zipping is- around. It's all very like fluid. Like, I don't know how they did that with him because it's not, it's way well, too fluid to be stop motion. The other thing that I think is pretty, like, yeah, it, it is very fun to, to do drugs to this movie, but it does <laughs> not have the feeling of a drug movie in it. Like, so- yeah. soberly watching it, like, this is all very trippy shit that's happening right now. And yeah. they don't like, it really is about the adventure and this nothing that is like destroying their lives. They're not like having fun while doing it. They're no, true. no, no. And it's a, it's a very important to point out, Chris Cabin, that uh, absolutely zero percent fun is had in this yes, movie. Yes, that is kind of the issue. I will, yes. I will say. Uh, Just give me a scene where he gets to take a load off for a minute and him and the fucking dog uh, dragon oh, have some fun. Excuse me. He gets to see, uh, I think, four in total tit statues. Yes. Oh, yes. The rocking, the rocking tits in this movie was totally unexpected. Another great thing that I saw as a kid. You know? <laughs> of course. Yeah. Of course. I remember being like, am I? We're, oh, we're good. Okay. No one's no one's turning off. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that sounds there, all right. I, like, I got to get the Fantasia. Are there statues like that like around can i can i go out and find those statues oh my god a giant sphinx woman i want her to step on me with her dog paws bless me with your laser eyes but so quick question about rock guy is it a thing where like so he's eating rocks do you is it like do you want to gussy it up with some dirt sometimes you put some grass on there like you know what I mean? that's like, interesting would that help yeah. with you know, digestion like, is his shit yeah. like giant boulders or pebbles and can Excel- he eat excellent them? question the shit eat his shit <laughs> oh thinking, i mean of course he can i'm not even thinking there's shit Eric, he's a magical creature what i think he eats it and just another boulder like comes out his side oh like oh, he gets like, muscles maybe yeah yeah he's, I mean, he uh, just thank you. oh shit dude uh flashback to the second one he's got a kid there's a little a yes. little a little stone yep. monster boy oh I no oh, way yeah, this guy disgusting i think he fucks yes. <laughs> that some is fascinating and, and or it's a sentient shit it's possible yeah, yeah he doesn't right. fuck he pulled he right did, off him he gets his rocks off ah <laughs> sure. I mean, it's a weird thing where he's he chows down on one piece and he's like, oh, yes, this is limestone with what's that? Oh, a bit of quartz in there. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, did I have peanuts yesterday? 
Oh, I've had marble five days in a row. I just need to find something, something Back nice up. and rough. I got to get some roughage in me. Got a detox, man. I was going hard at the rock version of a steakhouse all week. Oh, uh, 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 petrified fr- wood. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. uh. That's their broccoli. <laughs> so they, uh, you know, they all decide they're going to race uh, yes. to uh, the heart of Fantasia uh, to see if you know the Empress can do anything about this uh, this uh, coming dread known as the Nothing. Yeah, they get to this Gigundo Castle, Ivory uh, Tower. Yeah, I was going to say, which is literally hilariously just called the Ivory. She's Tower. up there at her Ivory Tower, looking <laughs> down on us. Oh, she sure is, dude. Being all sick and whatnot. The music here is also awesome. The score yes. continues to deliver. Marauder. King yes. Marauder. The tunes that Marauder has in this movie are fucking great. Uh, just like anything Giorgio Marauder's ever composed. Yeah. And this is a great <laughs> assembling of like gleep clops here from all around. Oh, yes. Oh, terror, a terror trade of fucking yep. creatures and here, they're man. being addressed by a Klingon, and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Dude, it was so nuts because I was like, again, I'm watching this movie, you know, nearly 40 and just being like, how were kids stomaching this? Like, I guess it's like, probably the same like do you think it's the same horror quote-unquote equivalent as like the visual stuff for like Vigo the Carpathian maybe yeah I mean I was like I'm thinking about like stuff I was watching in the 80s that was like kind of scary and not yeah I mean this is designated for kids Ghostbusters 2 not scary I saw them all when I was a kid I feel like Ghostbusters 1 I thought the start of was pretty scary when I was a kid the librarian yeah Yeah. I wasn't that scared of this I actually remember distinctly really loving I guess maybe because because of the effect is cool of the people with the gigantic heads the yeah. heads are yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. And like those ladies with like the three faces on one head. Yeah. They bothered me as a co- child. They bothered me last night. <laughs> you know, this is kind of like uh, the adventures of Baron von Munchausen as well. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. From yeah. the, the, the frames I've seen of that movie, that kind of uh, checks out. Steve, uh, last night, were you... Uh, when the these all these freak heads came out and whatnot, were you putting like a folder over the TV? <laughs> no, I just was like, don't like it, don't like yeah, that. It's, yeah. it's totally unsettling. I think yeah, it's, it's all. I think they're all unsettling. Like that's what I like about it is that they should yes, be a little yes. like the. Uh, I mean, they have. It's all kinds of faces and heads in this fucking. There's thing. people yeah. with yeah. like there's four faces, and then there's people face. with two faces. Two and like, faces. are they related in some way? Uh, there's a dog person. There's a stone heads. There's elephant yep. head. There's a vulture person, uh, and then there's Moses Gunn, who is the Klingon guy, Klingon guy uh, yeah. who's talking to everybody. <laughs> oh, Moses yeah. Gunn, Moses, the great from Rollerball, Shaft, Heartbreak Ridge. Oh, yeah. Shaft. I was going to say, dude, Bumpy Jonas in fucking at least two of those Shaft movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah a fantastic actor. And he's, um, just, and he's dubbed yeah. to sh- Everyone's dubbed to shit in this movie, which is kind of the yes. problem. Like, the voice. Also. Like, I mean, like, especially coming up here, uh, Atreyu himself, like, this is not. Uh, is it well, Noah Hathaway? It's not his voice at all. No, just- well, but but well, I mean, you don't know that it's a. Here's the thing I'm going to put out there. This is a West German production, and uh, maybe others can can ring in on this too. I mean, it's Europe. Obviously, places like Italy, they they still just dub movies to this day. That could have just been the thing in in this production yeah, was like right. everybody's dubbing. Everyone's oh yeah, no, no, oh, no I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it's. Oh, it's I, like, oh, I thought you were saying like it's a different voice. And no, yeah, but some but of it, it just, was filmed in Vancouver, but yes. not a lot. Right, 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 right. Yeah, but just as far as like the um, 
what I'm trying to say, like the philosophy or the mindset of yeah. the filmmakers, it was probably like, we're not shooting sound on a lot of this <sighs> yeah, stuff. Yeah. I mean, D- Deep Roy, that dude, oh, that's, that's not definitely him. not his voice. Yeah, that's some fucking little British child, which is, yeah. <laughs> it's so unsettling. It is. There, there, there is one character in this uh, uh, grouping and like, it just, it tells you how much they like are just like, we're just doing practical stuff. Yeah. It is just like a felt mushroom. Yeah. Like, <laughs> who's just hanging around, like from the, the, uh, a sign for a head shop in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> is this mushroom. This thing is just flopping everywhere. It's got like books underneath it. It's so fucking I mean, silly. People loved creatures at the time. The Star yeah. Wars seepage, obviously, Jim Henson. Oh, yeah. Because this is only a year after Return of the Jedi. That's right. Yes. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, I mean, uh, arguably the most gleep gloppiest of all of the original yeah. trilogy. Yeah. Yes. I mean, this and this also, I, I think much like the cantina scene, this kicks off our adventure because uh, Moses Gunn is like, we need to trade you the guy who uh, hunts purple buffalo. Uh, I, I'm surprised we never got a purple buffalo. I, I would have liked, liked a purple see, buffalo yeah, person. I would have yeah. liked to see him hunt oh, maybe a no, buffalo. No, I'm sorry, but Atreyu hunted them into extinction. I did. So <laughs> that's too bad. That's too bad then. Uh, and then he gets, uh, I I forget, does he get the necklace too? The orange he does, necklace? He, he, yeah, he, he gives him the, here, yes. Yeah, yeah, the well, at first, the, the uh, Moses gun is just like, what a child! Yes. Oh, dude, they're laughing because he's like, "Oh yeah, this hero warrior Atreyu will come," and then he's like, "I am here." We didn't ask for a little boy with no yeah. balls. <laughs> <laughs> Call me when he gets some pubes, kid. <laughs> also, your nipples are hanging out. Close that shirt. Close that shirt. Oh yeah, it's a dress code uh, in the ivory tower. <laughs> you're you're just down the hall from royalty. Put his shirt on. <laughs> Uh, so this, you know, this dude's like, you know, you got to go out, venture out, uh, and you, you alone, this great warrior, uh, will be able to find a cure for, uh, our empress who is indeed dying and Moses Gunn, not even sure himself the reasoning, but he's like, uh, also I kind of got a vibe that her illness such as it is, is, uh, directly linked with the impending arrival of the nothing into, you know. Uh, the the town square or whatever. This kid was uh, in uh, Battlestar Galactica, apparently. Uh, with ooh. with his father. His father yes. was also an actor, and they starred together. His character <laughs> was written nice. out. His character was written out of the reboot in the first episode, which is so great. What uh, was his character? Oh, in the in the like the, the sci-fi the, channel show. Yes, because his character was like boxy, and he was the kid doing all this stuff, and like oh, in, right with the little like animatronic yes. thing or whatever. Yeah, and then like in the uh, what do you call it there in, in the reboot when they they go back to they're they're getting people off of uh, uh, Caprica, Caprica and if they they take off uh, what do you call it there they take uh, Gaius Baltar and this kid who's like got a lot of dialogue and like what's your name kid yeah I'm Boxy and I'm gonna be around forever and they just oh. they just cut it out they just like yeah, wow we're, we're not doing the kid is is he killed off screen or no presumably just, like, he's the- nuked to death on Caprica yeah like, that's <laughs> right. Right. if he's not in yeah. the show now and he yeah, was true, there yeah. he's left behind <sighs> and dead I gotta I gotta get on that show man it's a I fun still one. never watched it yeah it's a good show. Um, so yeah, we start, um, we start the, the journey here at Treyu, uh, rides off. So like almost a half hour of grab ass, by the way, until we yep. get on the journey here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you get this, it's a pretty cool, 
Um, elsewhere in Fantasia, a creature of darkness also began his quest, and you see yes. these green puppet eyes, yeah, dude, dude. This Gamork thing. Yes, oh, we want cool. Gamork. Hashtag we want Mort. We do. We've got Gamork, and we've got him. They're going to fight for two minutes, and it's going to be totally worth it. (laughs) Uh, I mean, like it is. It's they they go back to the Gamork with the big green eyes for Mm -hmm. most of the rest of the movie, and then they meet towards the end. Chris, you know, evil (laughs) is all bluster sometimes, and also budgetary constraints. Uh, Yes, that's that's also all bluster. Um, Atreyu is also on his uh, doomed horse Artax here and the creature of darkness the Gamorica is on their tail and like here's the thing the journey is just starting mm-hmm. yeah. I'm excited this kid's on a horse looking pretty cool uh-huh. got this green eyed gigundo wolf chasing him sounds pretty sweet then we just cut to this fucking turd in the attic and he's eating a sandwich. Well, because our tray stops yes. for food next to a bubbling brook. So he's just like, oh, that's a good idea. I should Ugh. eat my peanut butter and jolly I'll, sandwich. I'll just eat my sad sandwich up here. Totally. That I made myself. And I also had to make my dad's lunch, too. It's so <laughs> sad that it's fucking two slices of Wonder Bread and half. A slice of Kraft American cheese. Oh, boy. I should just do everything the book says then. Oh, I leap from a large uh, cliff, huh? Oh, yeah, I can do that. I'm going to fly. See, the problem is he wasn't confident. I see. Yeah, couldn't take flight. Yeah. The other cool ass thing uh, is when. And now here's the thing, uh, because I should preface this with this question. Did you guys watch this with the subtitles on? Yes, sir. Okay. On Apple anyway. With the subtitles, when this uh, beast growled or later when he's full on speaking in the movie, all the subtitles were the exact shade of green as his eyes. What? That's kind of cool. Oh, that's, yeah. that, that's interesting. Not not on Amazon. Um, oh, really? No. Oh, so yeah, I because I, I was like, okay, I have the subtitles on. Is this a thing where like, for whatever reason, he was just subtitled so they could make cool green subtitles or whatever. But I guess Apple exclusive green subtitles. <laughs> Those are the Gamork subtitles. <laughs> um, so now our trait, so we, yeah. Oh, well, I just because this is a thing like this movie, you know, 90 ish some odd minutes. Fine. You know, it does move at, at a clip. But I wondered at the expense of what? Because. What happens in this movie, the way it's edited and they use the device of Bastion reading the story is he says things like when he's reading, when Bastion's reading and he's like, well, they'd already looked here and there and they already climbed the tower or whatever, Uh but they couldn't find him there. And I was like, sounds like that's about a third of the adventure. Oh, yeah. yeah, Right. I mean, we we do see a shot of Atreyu riding the horse through what is mentioned as the desert of shattered hopes. There's mention of the silver mountains and the crystal towers without success. It kind of, that works for me as like a guy who read a lot of fantasy novels. Cause I just Uh like hearing weird geography. I like hearing all these little names they pick. Oh sure. Yeah, no, but that's the thing, right? I thought they did sound so cool, especially the crystal towers. I was like, I don't know, man. I kind of want to see whatever well, that maybe in that's the why the episode Disney Plus show you'll you'll see yeah, all of it. Oh, yeah. it. Maybe that's it. why the author like didn't like this movie because yeah. he was like they left out the Crystal Towers. Yeah, yeah, that was the best part. 
Right, exactly. Oh, you know, I I I, I work so hard. Oh, six months alone on the Crystal uh, Showers chapter. Yeah, we we understand that, but you know what? It's just a lot cheaper to drown the horse. Uh, <laughs> drowning the horse is actually very cheap on our budget. Actually, right. we got several horses we can drown. The, sw- the swamps of sadness. Yeah, swamps of sadness. Looking for Shell Mountain, where you'll find Morla, the ancient one, the wisest in all of Fantasia, and it's a giant tortoise. This is awesome. This thing's so awesome, this tortoise. I mean, yeah, the the horse drowns. It's very sad, but it don't is, worry. This movie undoes everything that it does, so it's fine. That's true. But but just having that moment, honestly, oh, yeah. having it's brutal. That, yeah. yeah, having that moment and lingering on it and having this kid t- talk about how he loves the horse and not to give up. I mean, e- even to this day, it worked for me. This it's, kid, it's, uh, yeah. It's I devastating. Mean, it, it is totally devastating. And this kid, for, you know, he did not... Uh, act much after this and I think is actually kind of like a pretty successful tattoo artist in LA now but sure. like uh, this wait, bit wait, of wait, acting wait. I can get a they... Treyu to give me a tattoo of Ooh. a Treyu you could yeah. oh my god <laughs> which would be weird but you could do it <laughs> could you put your face uh, on my my <laughs> ass <laughs> Oh, we got another ass face request. Uh-huh. A Treyu ass face. Another ass Treyu. We got another one. Order up ass on ass Treyu. Oh my and God. I wanted to say ass Treyu on my cheek, but the two S's and asses are dollar signs. Do it. This ain't the never ending story. XXX parody colon <laughs> ass Treyu. Yeah, there it is. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There it is. <laughs> but yeah, you know, he does a good job here, you know, screaming for this horse. And the way that they... Uh, edit this is nice because like the horse you know is on this platform where we are like lowering it you know beneath all this uh, goopy mud water and whatever and then it's just like when the horse is really kind of just neck up and there's nothing left we cut and then it cuts back and it's a tray you sitting alone in the swamp and I think it's a very as as much as I was nailing on the, the editing a moment ago with all that stuff they cut out this is an effective it's an effective cut can't we just drown the horse? Just it's just one horse. Drown the horse. Drown it. Wolf, Wolfgang Peterson said himself that so many people were affected by that scene. He had to come out publicly and be like, "Look, we promise you that horse is totally alive." Like, uh, uh, not... yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the horse is a uh, it. Uh, he's in a farm upstate. You you'll never see him again. <laughs> yes, but he's no, yes, very he's happy. Not, he's behind. No, he can't come to the phone right now. <laughs> He says hi, Bob. So this kid climbs a tree and sees this turtle and shits his pants and he screams. But oh, oh no! Excuse me. The turtle is revealed, and then the little wiener reading the book screams. Yes. And then oh. they in the Atreyu and the turtle are like, "Well, what was that?" <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, so now this is what we're gonna right, be doing." Yeah. Uh-huh. But I, so I, I was working from an understanding of this movie functioned much like Macaulay Culkin's The Page Master, mm. in where he's sucked into the book like right at the beginning. Now, I've never seen The Page Master. Oh, That's it's uh, Macaulay and uh, I think The Whoopster. Yeah. I want to say Patrick Stewart. Christopher maybe Lloyd. Oh, wow. I think oh Christopher Lloyd, is, I think. Is, is the librarian. Who's the librarian? I think Christopher Lloyd's the librarian. That Patrick Stewart's definitely in. in it. Is he okay? It's it's been a it's been a total minute. I bet we'd have fun tearing that apart. Oh, oh, sure. oh it gets it gets requested all the time. And oh, this, is that right? Oh yeah, uh, uh, quite a lot. And this is my favorite part of the movie. This 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 the turtle guy. This whole it, it, I I hate. This is where I start really hating the cutbacks to the fucking kid, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, 
Don't tell the kids how to take in the fucking turtle. Just present the turtle and have the fucking character respond to it. Don't be like, oh, kids, you know what? When you read this, oh, that's a big turtle. Oh, wow. Oh, my. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But uh, I do love this turtle. I love his philosophy on life that nothing matters. Let me see. Do I give a shit? Uh, No. No, dude, I, do, awesome. I, I, do, I love the way he starts everything. Not that it matters, but you're totally wrong. <laughs> we believe in nothing, Lebowski. <laughs> we don't even care whether or not we care. Yeah. Like he's such a little fucking nihilist. It's awesome. It go, he's, you know, the turtle starts going by we because he hasn't talked to anyone in thousands of years. Now it's developed multiple personalities, yeah. much like the film Split. He doesn't know what's mm-hmm. happening. Suddenly, sure. one of them takes <laughs> over and he's like the fuck. He's kidnapping someone in a fucking parking garage or something (laughs) dude and i'll tell you what man this turtle has the most relatable line in the movie at least to me because he goes uh i am allergic to youth and i was like yeah me too dude get those kids away from me (laughs) today's episode is brought to you by fastgrowingtrees.com it's almost summer and if you're anything like me you're trying to make the best of it you know, enjoying the beautiful tree-lined streets of Jersey City, maybe having a drink outside in the pristine weather, and then you get to come home to a dour apartment filled with cat breath. It doesn't have to be this way. I went to Fast Growing Trees to get a few plants to spruce up the place, and holy crap, did it make a difference. I found an amazing plant at an amazing price. No more waiting in long lines and hauling heavy plants around. With FastGrowingTrees.com, you order online and your plants arrive at your door in just a few days, just like mine did. And even better, if you're someone that doesn't live in an urban hellscape and actually has a yard, Fast Growing Trees has you covered, literally. FastGrowingTrees.com's plant experts curate thousands of easy-to-grow plant, shrub, and tree varieties for your unique climate. From Meyer lemons to evergreens and everything in between. FastGrowingTrees.com gives you customized recommendations based on your specific needs. Plus, their plant experts are always available to keep your plants growing healthy through this season and beyond. Trust me, I need that. So what are you waiting for, huh? Join over 1.5 million happy Fast Growing Trees customers. Go to FastGrowingTrees.com slash WHM now to get 15% off your entire order. Get 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com slash WHM. Nothing matters, but if it did, I suppose you could talk to the Southern Oracle, who is 10,000 miles away. (laughs) (laughs) So forget it. Give up. That's what I'm doing, man. How are you going to get to you? Look, you're a little kid. Your horse just died. You need to get 10,000 miles. Just chill out. Smoke a bowl. What's your your Uber saying? 20 minutes till they come? They're never coming. You're never getting there. Don't worry about it. It's not, not happening. I do love that throughout this scene, because the turtle is allergic to youth, he keeps sneezing on this kid. Yeah. And knocking the kid into the mud, like repeatedly, like it's like a double dare activity. It is so <laughs> oh, funny. He's you're just watching this kid. Yeah, yeah dude, you just watch this kid drop into piles of shit repeatedly. It's awesome. It's great. Disgusting shit boy for real. He's in the <laughs> shit. He's mucking yeah. it up. Good so uh oh, ten thousand miles away. How am I gonna get there? Oops. Better stop the movie again to see this kid walk downstairs and notice the school's being let out for the day and like the lights are being turned off and the door's locked. And this kid's like, 
Yeah, I'll stay in the school attic reading. Yeah. No I way, mean, dude. That's that's how the perverts get you. This is a bad <laughs> yeah. lesson for kids, dude. You Who know do you what think I mean? put the skeletons in the attic? Dude, Freddy Krueger starting a shift, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, hello. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I know if you're going to do the framing device, you have to commit to it. So at least it's showing the progression of time, how long he's yes. reading this fucking book, how, how 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 engrossed he is with it, that he's ignoring all of his life, all of anything. I would have loved it if you just see he goes down there and he sees like a golden retriever with a dragon plushie in its mouth. And he's like, hey, I wonder if that's could that possibly be <laughs> huh. well, maybe that's what Falcor looks like who knows maybe yeah dog Dude, dragon. so he sees this school get locked up right and the line he has which again is just so sad he goes uh like he thinks about like oh shit well they just locked me in the school i better try to go home and he stops and he goes no Atreyu wouldn't quit now and i was like <laughs> you're just reading yeah. go home you're just reading a book you can read the book at home in your bed where it's comfortable. And then you. No, will... no, no. We don't allow book reading in this house. Now, we only talk about the swimming team. You got responsibility, Sebastian. I mean, Bastion. If you're going to be in this house, you're going to be uh, helping sew these wallets. All right. You need to learn how to. OK, this 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 stupid fucking book is telling you that you have to you know, get confidence. OK, we're going to get that. We're going to nip that right in the butt. This is revolutionary road. Give up on everything. <laughs> The life is bullshit. Let, read this and then, yeah, be like this book, not like that book. <laughs> it is bullshit. <laughs> um, so, you know, Atreyu is sinking again into this mud and the Gamork is coming right here and it's going to fucking eat him. Uh, but he gets scooped up by Falcor, uh, which is cool. And so... <laughs> hey, he oh, here we go. Wow, yeah, I was about to... I was about to start masturbating, but then I saw this kid <laughs> needed some help. No, yeah, James Stewart was a great hang, you know? He would get you uh, <laughs> seltzer water whenever you needed it. He made these sandwiches with cucumber butter and ham. It was, you know, it doesn't sound good, but it was delicious. <laughs> now, this Falco design, what is with his back? It's Is, is it it's like roe? Are those his eggs? Those little No, it's shiny... scales because he's like yeah. a dragon. Okay, yeah, yeah, but he's also a hairy dragon. I yeah, I remember confusing. him just being a head, actually. I don't remember really? this Ooh, weird, that's weird lithe gross body. I, I think it's cooler mm-hmm. just as a big, you know, I, I was beheaded by the queen, but I'm still around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the first they queen. ate my body. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he he wakes up next to Falcor and it's like, hey, we get some of this little idiot narrating and it's like, oh, Atreyu realized that he was bathed and his wounds were cleaned. He, he, he actually just- does just because we did this, because uh, he's like, oh, no, I'll never. He wakes up and he's like very upset. He's like, you know, I'll never find the uh, the southern, uh, the southern, whatever it is, the southern oracle. Southern yeah. Oracle, yeah. yeah. He's like, I'll never find the southern oracle. Well, it's just up the block there. And he's like, well, how did you know that's where I wanted to go? He's like, you're talking your sleep. <laughs> 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 that is such a disturbing detail. It know? is. Um, but again, this is one of those things where he's like, Oh, wow, Falcor, you flew me the whole 10,000 miles. Gee, looks like there wasn't much movie there. <laughs> it's like, I was like, fuck, man. We, whatever part of the journey that could have been, but this dude just, he used a fucking Mario warp pipe time, and skipped five levels. Time is of the essence. The nothing is coming. 
Mm-hmm. I guess so, man. But eventually you just start clipping shit out of this movie and it feels less like a movie look, and a bunch of scenes of this turd reading a story. Look, but it's very important. We need to, these two old perverts need to give him a potion. Engie <laughs> um, Wook and Urgle. Uh, That's right. Who, Did hey, I do that? Urgle <laughs> the witch. <laughs> I mean, it is It is very similar, at least to me, uh, Princess Bride we were talking about. It's super, Billy Crystal oh, it's and, super uh, Carol Kane. Very similar. And they're, they, they saw this movie before doing oh, this. Definitely, definitely. And these guys are like gnomes. They're living like Keebler elves. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Which well, is, that's actually kind of a neat reveal because it's only until like, they cut back at one point because it, it like the way they shoot it, it makes you think that like uh, Atreyu is looking at them from afar, kind of spying yes. on them. And then when it turns to like from the cave's perspective, looking out and all of a sudden this kid is gigundo. I was like, oh, that's actually pretty cool. That's yeah. a neat way to reveal that they're like these little gnome people. So the uh, Urgle is the potion maker. She's helping him with all of his health issues. Engiwook is the scientist, and he's the one who brings him up to the mountaintop uh, in this little cart he has to look down at the big-titted statues. <laughs> All uh, day, every day. Uh, every so day. Why do you think he installed that telescope in the first place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, this is for science. Going yeah, up yeah, there for science. They don't Culture. Go, I know what you're doing up there, you piece of shit. <laughs> you're checking after those statues. I knew it. I knew it. I said... Angly Dorp or whatever your name is, Angie Wook's jerking off to those statues. I'm, I'm just making ingredients for your potions. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so this dude is like, all right, here's the deal. There's two uh, gates that you have to pass through to reach the Southern Oracle. Two big titted gates you have to walk through. And he goes, so here's the thing: like this first gate's really hard. No one ever gets past it. Because, uh, you know, only someone who knows their true self is allowed to go through. And otherwise, the the Sphinx won't let you pass. And uh, it's like, you imagine that this is what this guy is doing for entertainment. It's like, oh, ooh, ooh, here comes another one. No, oh, no, no, yeah. watch. This is great. Here comes another one. <laughs> oh, and this, like this knight this, rolls up or whatever. This knight is so full of shit. This knight is so, oh, he's going to eat. I can tell. He's, he's so full of shit. <laughs> oh, my God. I do love this sequence with the knight. I remember this very vividly as a kid. Um, just the, sh- the suit of armor is just, you know. All of this, I'm just waiting for it to, like, go animated and, like, the fog hat sound to start going yeah. on. Because it just, it just all reminds me of heavy metal without the fun stuff. Like, right. it's, it's, it's essentially desaturated heavy metal. Well, uh, the tits are certainly there. Right? The tits yeah, are there. all the creatures, all they the creatures are. doing the weird shit. Yeah, I, it's the nipples that are really shocking. If it was just it like is. a big, two large statue, two globulous breasts, I'd be like, all right, whatever. But it's the nips. I'm like, okay, those are exposed. Oh yeah, it's cold in that desert, dude. <laughs> I guess so. It's cold at night. But so like he goes down there and he's like, I could do it. I I believe in myself. Well, the uh, yeah, the night gets blown up. Well, I guess electrocuted. Oh, yeah. Yeah, or with, with those super laser eyes, which are fun to look at. Um, it is. It's great. Oh, my God. A giant woman electrocuted me. <laughs> ah! Yes, they all come here. They all want to be destroyed by bigger women. They, just, <laughs> they, they take a statue and they say there's no actual bigger women around here. So I might as well be killed by a big statue woman. Oh, my God. Someone just got zapped and he didn't have his junk out before he ran up to the thing. <laughs> You're the first one who actually wanted to see the Southern Orc. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you know what, Trey, you, uh, you know, if I, if I clock it such as I do, there's maybe like 
one or two really genuine fellas trying to get through that door a month. <laughs> the rest of them, it's like 60 perverts. <laughs> you yeah, know what? They all have they all have cameras. They're all taking pictures. And then they're just yep. going back to their buddies. Especially if you heard the world's going to end anyway. Yeah. That's, that's, what a that's way to true. go, dude. So, uh, yeah, he goes down and he's going to walk through. And I love, dude, he, you bet your ass. And of course he would. Why wouldn't he? Atreyu is spending a ton of time staring at these statues. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's you know exactly what this kid's looking at. Well, this is the best part is that he's walking slowly and he, he's doing it with confidence. And the guy is like, oh, my God, he's going to do it. This is amazing. And he's like, oh, no, he's losing confidence. And I'm like, just fucking go, dude. Move it. Move it. <laughs> And then they start, you know, both uh, Falcor yeah. uh, and this old timer here start yelling, run, Atreyu, run. And he makes it through. And I was just like, well, that's all any of them had to do was just dodge those lasers. <laughs> yep. and- uh-huh. Well, I guess he was all pure right. of heart long enough. I mean, it starts to open oh. up, but but I feel like maybe he was closer to the finish when that started up. Maybe that right. gave him a, a fighting chance. And he says, uh, you know, Confronted with their true selves, most men run away screaming. And I, if if I walked up to a mirror and saw a little shit boy reading in a attic full of dust and Nazi memorabilia, <laughs> I would also be like, oh, no, no, I'm gonna die here." But Chris, Kill that's me. who you are. Is it? I, I was your aware. true self. Uh, that is my true yeah. self. Is true. <laughs> always in the Nazi attic. Always. And then, like. Right. Uh, <laughs> This uh, this Urgul lady, they just cut to her giving Falcor this huge B12 injection in oh, his yeah. ass. Oh, wow, yeah. that certainly hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I hope he doesn't die suddenly after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, did you hear Falcor died suddenly at 3012? Oh. <laughs> Hashtag died suddenly, Falcor. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no. So Atreyu walks up to like the second gateway here, and it's all like, snowy and stuff and he passes through and he sees uh he passes through and he sees bastion on the other side of this thing right um and bastion gets like freaked out and throws the book and like we cut back oh no my sexual fantasy's coming to get me dude he goes he goes this is going too far and i was like what is going too far i like i don't understand what you think is happening right here but that's the weirdest um, part. It's like, oh man, when you see yourself, and it just it this scene seems like weirdly clipped because, like, yep. I was expecting like a, a you know a, a Mortal Kombat mirror match. You know what I mean? Yeah. He fights right. to fight himself, <laughs> especially since the um, the gnome there like really amps it up, and you're expecting yes. it kind of just he just walks through the mirror, and that's that. And that's yeah. it. And he wa- he walks to the other side, and that's where he he meets the the next uh, couple of pairs of rock and hooters there, and it's the Southern Oracle. <laughs> right? Yes. Oh my God! Blue tits to go with your blue balls. Perfect. <laughs> it's a perfect way to go. Yeah, I was expecting like even a Ray scene from the Last Jedi. Like, yeah, sure. It, like you see multiples of yourself, like sexual kind of, texting through the yeah, force. Yes, ex- yeah. exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about, Eric. Um, oh, that scene. I, I see what I, you're saying. And, and like. That like something to symbolize it, not just like oh, remember well, the shitty boy that I, you but this, keeps on uh, keeps on inter fucking interrupting your fucking movie. I feel like you know we're expecting a lot. This movie's not trying to do a lot. It's saying no. you, when you're reading a fantasy book, you are embodying the story. You're, yeah, you're yes. you're the one reading it, so that you're making it real. In your, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean that's just, I never would ever cast myself in, in a book. That just not, not happening. 
No, I oh, can't. I'm not saying I cast myself. In oh, a no, book, no, no, but, no. But I'm just saying, like, you actively exploring that world through these characters in your head. It makes you the person. It's in yeah. you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, you know, this uh, the Southern Oracle is basically like, hey, I totally know how to cure this empress. Don't even worry about it. All you got to do, give her a new name. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. You don't want anything too old world. You don't want to Eudora's. You want to, you know, a new <laughs> name. Not, you know, like something fun, not, but not like trashy, not like Madison or right. something like and, that. And you can't use her current name, Childlike Empress. Don't yeah, use that one. That's her name right now. You're gonna want to. I understand the 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 want to use that again because it's such. It, it just flows off the lips. <laughs> uh, childlike Empress. Uh, but you know, maybe a Daisy. How about that? Well, <laughs> it, nice I'm surprised Childlike Empress isn't a band name, right? Because is our Treo now a band yeah, name? It is. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Oh, yeah. They're like a hardcore, you know, metal, I assume, metal core kind of Never band. heard them. But I assume Falcor has also been used. That's got to be. Yeah. yeah. I'd imagine. It's, it, I mean, I'm sure somebody did. Atreyu is just a band that happened to make has it Has Teeny so. Weenie been used yet? <laughs> <laughs> For a short time in 88, yes. <laughs> Um, but the thing that the Southern Oracle uh, stipulates here is uh, they say um, that no one from Fantasia, uh, so including Atreyu here, can rename her. Only a human child can give her a, he- a new name. And, and then the statues start falling apart. As they have to go to the borders of Fantasia. And Beyond then, uh-huh. the borders. Uh, yes, that's oh, right. I see why the part of their problems here, their, their borders are with Germany. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is kind of funny though because it's like you know yeah you just gotta go uh, just beyond the boundaries of Fantasia that's where you can find one and it's a real like you want a kid I can get you a kid <laughs> I can get you a kid by 3 o'clock this afternoon <laughs> want a new empress I can get you a new empress uh, but then you know hop on uh, the Falcor Express man and we are gonna try to uh, fly to the boundaries and then this is a weird this is where Falcor Falcor's personality, such as it is for this movie, it in fits and starts was reminding me of the ghost of Christmas present in Muppet yes. Christmas Carol. Sure. And like there is this part where they're like flying and he's like, you know, faster, Falcor, faster, blah, blah, blah. Hold on tight. There's this whole like, you know, flying montage and everything. And then he's just like, hey, Falcor, man. Do you know where you're going? And he's like, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm getting there as fast as I can, kid. <laughs> oh, I'm drunk right now. <laughs> I don't know what that lady gave me, but it has lasted. <laughs> Definitely not vitamins. <laughs> wow, this is some creeper beverage I got here. Whoa. I mean, I'm seeing everything. I, I, I'm touching, I'm smelling everything. Things that you never can imagine, kid. <laughs> oh, shit. You're still here, kid? Amazing. I thought I killed you years ago. I'm about to right now with my drunk flying. Uh, but we, we cut to Bastion here. And again, this is, and I, I get it. It's for kids. You have to telegraph this stuff. But like, it's just so fucking hack and terrible and clunky. He's like, oh, geez, you know, it's such a bummer they didn't ask me about a name because I would pick my mother. She had such a wonderful name. And I was like, <laughs> who are you talking to? I'm going to name the Empress Mommy. 
Oh, God. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> oh, ew. Oh, I'm ew. the loneliest boy in the world. He truly is, yeah, dude. Yes. Oliver Twist, eat your heart out. <laughs> the Mama Empress. <laughs> um, but so d- due to Falcor's wasted flying here, uh, they run into the nothing as they start to cross the sea of possibilities. And Falcor is trying to keep it together as the nothing's like attacking them, kind of. And Atreyu falls off into this water. And again, like, this is so cool. Like, the effect is cool. Yeah. The kid falls into the water, blah, 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 blah. Oh, better stop all of this so Bastion can close a window because it's raining outside. Mm-hmm. Fuck! Atreyu! Shit! <laughs> You know, it's, they're making this, they're trying to make his side of the thing a little dramatic too. Because yeah. again, I mean, yeah, it's not the best framing device. It's not the, I agree it is clunky, but if yeah. you're going to do it, I guess do it. That's my, oh, man, I, I just fucking, I killed that kid. Another one. I can't <laughs> believe it's another one. Another cracked egg on the page. <laughs> well. Go back and uh, get another B12 injection from that gnome or whatever. <laughs> That's oh, Find man. my next accidental victim. That would be <laughs> hilarious if they just like, if Falcor has always, he just like passes over the big rock guy. Yeah. And there's just all these dead kids on the rock oh. and on yep. the shoulders. And he's like, are you, are you doing it again, Falk? You letting another kid go? <laughs> Man, when we see that rock biter again and he's got that whole little monologue. Oh, it's tough. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, tough. it's brutal shit. <laughs> they, uh, they look like good, big, strong hands, don't they? I always, uh-huh. thought, I always thought that's what they were. Oh, my little friends. The man with the racing snail. The nighthawk. <laughs> even that stupid bat. <laughs> I couldn't hold on to them. Nothing pulled them right out of my hands. That's he's a good LOL. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Where he calls it a stupid bat because it's an otherwise <laughs> like pretty emotional, heavy yes. moment. It made even heavier by the fact that it's a rock monster delivering the lines. I was uh, I was really surprised that they just copied this verbatim for the police station scene in Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> <laughs> what do these hands do? What they look like big hands, don't they? <laughs> I ventured out to the convenience store to get more <laughs> beer. And when I came home, they were burning alive. We were My p- little snail friend burned alive. Right, we were playing pool. <laughs> we were doing cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Atreyu wakes up on the beach like it's the end of gravity. And, uh, uh, you know, no amulet, by the way, around his neck. The amulet's done this- shit so far. Big loss. Yeah, totally. The only thing it did was like prevent him from fully sinking into that sand. But well, it's like kind of it. It's like a microchip for your dog, though. You need it to find. Oh it. god, because yeah. <laughs> right. he leaves, he loses this thing, and Falcor cannot find his ass. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's true. It, it's it's there. It exists because it looks cool. Yes, right. Um, but yes, it's a rock monster. This yeah. dude gives his fucking speech. Uh, but nothing pulled them right out of my hands. I failed. Like it's really. Really brutal, and the rock monster, dude. This guy, he is ready to. He's ready to give up right here because he's just like the nothing pulled them right out of my hands. I failed. Take me away. Bring on the. He's like ready for the nothing to kill him. It's crazy. It's crazy. No, dude, he's just eating himself to death. Just find some oh, good yeah. rocks, dude. Oh, pizza the hut himself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so there's like some conveniently just some temple nearby, and Atreyu runs in there. 
and he sees painted on all the walls yes. uh, various panels, cro- uh, you know, like chronicling all the adventures that he's had in the story. And then, uh oh, that one wall with the rock painting looks an awful lot like that big evil dog. Oh my God, it's actually the big evil dog. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. back. And I do, the dog is awesome. It's a great, the wolf is awesome. But then he's just like, do you want to know literally every theme in the movie? (laughs) I, I, I got it for you. All right, just sit down, sit down, sit down. There is a great, like, he starts off, he goes, uh, come any closer, and I will rip you to shreds. And I was like, I'll give you $10 if you do it. (laughs) He's like, well, did you wonder what that scene meant? All right, so what that scene was really about was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, you're totally right, because it's just like, it's Fantasia has no boundaries. You know, there's human uh, fantasy. yeah. Yeah, it's the world of human fantasy. Every part, every creature. Is a piece of the dream and hopes of mankind. Therefore, it has no boundaries. That's a wild thing, though, because like it's kind of getting into uh, like nobody believes in Santa Claus anymore, so he's going to stop existing because it's really (laughs) like that is a problem we're having, actually. (laughs) He's starting to fade out like in Back to the Future. Yeah, I mean, because he says like, you know, Fantasia's dying because like people in the real world have begun to lose hope and forget their dreams and it's like oh boy next stop bleak city dude this uh, is this yeah. is brutal <laughs> stuff yeah actually you know wolfgang peterson said that it, it I, I think it made like 20 million domestically in the united states 100 million across the world but uh Woo. he it was a little underperforming in the united states and wolfgang peterson said because of its european sensibilities mm, which i think I, is rock and tits and, and, and nihilism <laughs> yes <laughs> yes atreyu people have stopped Stop dreaming, stop fantasizing, and this world's going to die. And it has absolutely nothing to do with uh, job numbers or the fact that you can get bled dry from medical care. It has nothing to do with it. Uh, no, no, they no, stopped no. dreaming is the problem. Yes, they just yes. stopped dreaming. It they, they don't read do books with... anymore. They play video games. Context <laughs> has nothing to fucking do with it. The dreams just died, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't uh, me who got yeah, smaller oh. It was the dreams <laughs> Yeah so Gamort continues About how he's the servant of the power behind the nothing And he was sent to kill the one who could stop the nothing His name was Atreyu I guess I'll never get him but I could kill you Or whatever Oh but I am Atreyu And, it, and it's, it's pretty cool oh, yeah. I'm, I'm ready to let's go to hell tonight The kid gets Oh, absolutely. A, yeah, if, we're gonna, if I'm gonna die cut. I'll die fighting Yeah, yeah. Come for me Gamork uh, And this dog pounces and Atreyu just runs him through. He actually, you know what he does? He edges him. He, 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 he edges him. He does the fucking spear thing that they do to the bear in that movie. Yeah, yes. and it's a flawless victory. Oh, absolutely, dude. This kid doesn't have a fucking hair on his head tousled. <laughs> yeah, it he, is great. It's like the big wolf puppet like on top of this kid, and he's trying to push it off. That's pretty funny. You know the power behind the nothing is like, fuck, really? That's, oh, I thought, kind of thought he was going to do something. I don't know. <laughs> What the fuck did I summon that for? It didn't do anything. You know, Eric, I was looking at the the on uh, the numbers.com for the box office. Oh, for is this. it higher? Did I get it wrong? No, it's way lower, actually. It act unless this this must this has to be incomplete because it says I, my domestic my figures from Wikipedia, it says gr- a, a gross of about 20 million US domestically. Yeah, I see I see 21.3 domestic. International though, this is listing at just under 128k. 
That can't. That can't. Right. That it's probably right. million. No. Yeah, that's yeah. that's got to be it. Stupid the numbers. I'm gonna send them an email. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure you will. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dude, you know it. Uh, so. Like while this is going, the, the the aftermath of the fight happens here, and then we cut to Falcor. This is pretty cool. Like he splashes underwater, and he's you know swimming around, and finds the amulet there, picks it up with his little dog dragon teeth, which is kind of cute. Meanwhile, like the whole world is literally falling apart, and this this imagery was really great. Like Fantasia totally bursts into a bunch of pieces, and it's like Falcor and Atreyu kind of just flying through like a nether space yeah, sort of thing. All this imagery is really awesome. It's cool. Yeah, and, and the like, other's the great. One of them says, "I think it's Falcor." He's like, "All the land is gone," which is pretty sweet. Except <laughs> for, thank God, the ivory tower is still standing. Here we come. We're finally right. getting there. We're gonna finally meet the 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 childlike empress. That's right. There's uh, a really funny. Uh, <laughs> did anybody see on the on the trivia? There's one part where it's like. Uh, Despite her name being childlike empress, uh. the empress has actually been around for centuries. And yeah, centuries yeah. yeah and I think centuries. that's what childlike. The like is making me think that yeah, she's probably yeah. older than that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, probably. It's just like what a what a great use of your time adding that to the internet. Whoever did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if 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 she was called the child empress, they'd really have something there. That's true, mm-hmm. dude. So uh, we're flying towards this ivory tower, right? And I'm like, pretty cool imagery here. Like the look of uh, flying through space, everything. Cannot wait to get inside this ivory tower. Uh-oh. <laughs> Got to cut back to Bastion, who just whispers, the Empress, while shoving a piece of apple in his gross little face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty pointless. I didn't forget he's in the fucking movie, everybody. Meanwhile, there's a wicked storm, and Major Dad is just in the dark drinking whiskey. <laughs> like, oh, this yeah. is exactly the life I want. Finally, quiet. <laughs> uh, You're not keeping me up with your little would... daydreams anymore. Uh, they can't pin Deep. this one on me. I was nowhere near the boy. Won't have to sit through a, a year in court like I did with <laughs> Betty. God, solve that dateline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll talk to you about this one dateline. I didn't have nothing to do with it. <laughs> in fact, they pro- someone probably kidnapped him, targeting me because of all your coverage. I'm the victim, you understand. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they, you know, uh, uh, Falcor lands on the, you know, just outside the tower entrance. And, you know, he's like, go on, finish the movie. Get in there. I got and stuff to do, kid. <laughs> exactly. I got to go get my B12 shot. <laughs> uh you know, he walks in and there's the childlike empress, you know, this little girl. And uh, she's immediately like, why do you look so sad? And he's like, lady, if you knew the movie that I just lived through. <laughs> do you know what a horse is? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what a horse is? <laughs> oh, that got me. <laughs> uh, but, you know, uh, she basically is like, hey, you know this is pretty great. Like we're going to wrap this all up here. My name is incoming. And it's like, this is like for all the slow Joes in the back row, like going back and forth between Uh the story and the kid reading the book. And he's like, could it be me? Could it be I, you know, while, while the Empress is saying like, well, you don't worry about it. Atreyu. Like you did succeed. You brought him with you. The earthling child, the one who could save us all. She leans in really close. He's listening to every word we say. <laughs> Careful. Shh. 
to blink twice if you're uncomfortable. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, let me just hang on before before we talk. I gotta turn on, turn up this radio here. Ah, Black Betty. This kid's a real fucking freak. All right, he's just. You don't want to talk. Do not get him upset. Don't talk about dead mothers. You you're wearing a fucking wire in my eyes and tower. Dude, she fucking rips his shirt open and throws him off. <laughs> There's no rats in the kingdom of Fantasia. You brought fr- him right here, you fucking moron. <laughs> Is this your friend, Falcor? Did you bring this shit to my fucking power? No, never saw him before. <laughs> oh, man, that would be awesome if there was kind of a freak out there. But, uh, you know, if it's this weird, like, you know, she's like, Yes, you did succeed. You did get the earthling. Uh, he has suffered with you. And now he has come here with you. He's listening to every word. And then we say. get even we get and, even more meta because she's like, and there are people watching him. It's like, oh, okay, uh, we're all the same okay. thing. <laughs> yeah. Like he doesn't realize he's already part of the is everybody ready? <laughs> Never ending story. Now let oh, me, we just say it. Now let me just tell you something. Now, this is a word you probably haven't heard before, audience. Mm-hmm. Now, yes. let me explain to you what that is. No, it's just like you have a grain of like a, a happy sand that you keep in your palm. Right. Well, and you could cr- create your own story from that little grain from sand. Everything goes dark. And yeah, then yes, she has the grain of sand that they can now recreate Fantasia with. Right. Well, everything goes dark because uh, Bastion's a little fucking loser. And he's just they're like, fucking say a name, say any name. Like, but I can't. Yes. No. Just yell it out. You're fucking jacking off this book all day anyway. He's torturing (laughs) these characters. He's just like, let me watch him struggle a little more. Dude, they are any more horses you could kill for me. (laughs) (laughs) They're begging him to say this name. And he he does yell out before it goes dark. And that was the other thing. Like, you just literally just need to say it, kid. Why are you climbing a ladder to open a window to scream it outside where no one is going to hear anything anyway? And I get it, like, it's a movie, you're trying to make it exciting, but, like, again, clock is ticking. I mean, great if this world the, is crumbling. He opened the window, and this whipping storm is going on. He's like, this is the name, and you hear it out of nowhere. Hey, who let you out of the garbage? Like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. I better get back to the dumpster. Sorry, Atreyu. <laughs> I'll lock it. I'll lock it behind me, I swear. And it's just this really weird moment where it's literally, uh, you know, the Empress and and Bastion standing there. And he says, like, why is it so dark? And she's like, in the beginning, it's always dark, child. (laughs) And then this is she gives him like, here's one grain of sand. It's all that's left of Fantasia. Thanks for nothing, uh, by the way. Hey, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Get, Get building here. You can make a wish. And he's like. How many wishes do I have? And she's like, unlimited, of course. You have to build this whole world back, stupid. Uh, p- please start with my uh, ivory tower. I really like the place, please. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. totally. The cable's knocked out here in the tower. <laughs> if you could wish for that to be back on. Uh, when you wish for it, uh, what about a swimming pool? Like a nice one? Yeah. One of them there, infinity pools. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, dude. Going right, looking right off the tower. That would be gorgeous. Uh, yeah. Well, his first wish is to ride Falcor. And then when he's riding Falcor, we see that his other wishes. Where to bring back every, you know, starts to bring back everyone, the rock biter and the whole camp of people there, like the yeah. teeny weeny and the night hob or whatever. Yeah. And hey, our Treyu and Artex are back. And who's that with them? Abe Lincoln. 
<laughs> wow, and Genghis Khan and Sigmund Freud, <laughs> Joan of Arc. Yeah, they're having adventures. Wow, beef oven. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie Wood. Oh my god! Oh, wow. Well, she wasn't in Bill and Ted's Excellent only, Adventure. We can only do so much with the magic. Wow. <laughs> She's she can't wish her back. No magic can undo the curse of that evil Robert Wagner. <laughs> he's, he's a powerful sorcerer. Kid. Yes, he's the one that's. Oh no! I more. just had a nightmare that somebody tried to bring back Natalie Wood. <laughs> I know the secret. I'm sitting around waiting for Wagner to die so I know that I can go to my grave in peace because he won't spill the beans. I'm trying to dodge Dateline. <laughs> I don't want that creepy skeleton guy with the blonde white hair asking me questions. I keep saying no comment. <laughs> uh yes but he's riding falcor which that's kind of cool like yeah. you know my yeah. first wish is to ride this thing that i've been reading about that's nice um and then he's falcor is like what would you like for your next wish <laughs> could we go into the real world and wreak havoc and maybe oh. we'll be shot and killed over a major, major oh, city that's the thing yes, dude exactly the national guard needs to shoot this thing down Watch out, Falcor! They got King Kong. They'll get you too. <laughs> oh, but yeah, him flying over the city—it's fun chasing the bullies, and there is, people react on the street too. Oh, people are people definitely are terrified. This yes. thing. Yeah, it's not just the bullies that see these guys, which is pretty funny. And then you know, Fox Mulder <laughs> has to get down there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Scully, there was a luck dragon spotted flying over Vancouver. Luckily, it's before the sixth season and we're still filming here. Let's go. <laughs> What's a luck dragon? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, the, I, I got to say the funny thing, too, is Falcor is really getting a laugh out of terrorizing these children. Oh, yeah, great. dude. <laughs> that one had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> and they throw themselves out, which is great. Yes, they they all jump in the thing. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's that? Oh no, a rocket launcher! RPGs! <laughs> oh, I took the turn too hard. I'm careening into the buildings. <laughs> oh my god! He oh, just causes all this destruction. Oh my god! She had a baby, man. She had a baby. <laughs> Wait, how many wishes do you got left, man? We got to reset some of this stuff. You know what? It's not even appropriate to laugh right now, man. That was a baby. We got to get you out of here. They're going to be after you, buddy. They're going to come for you. What, what do you mean you can't wish uh, humans back to life? Justin, Justin Fantasia. We got to get out of here. Yeah, that's kind of funny, right? Like, I was expecting that to happen. The mother? Like, Bring my mom oh, back. Oh, God. No, thank God they don't do that. No, 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 no. But the, instead, we're left with a narrator who I think we've only heard maybe <laughs> once before, if yeah. that, who's just like, well, and then after they got bored terrorizing the townsfolk, uh, well, they went back to Fantasia and there was much more construction work to happen and fun <laughs> adventures. But, well, that's for another story. Right. Him, uh, him going back to the ordinary world is also for another story. So he stays, I guess, in Fantasia for a while. Now, is that second movie that takes place? I guess is that that plot? I forget the second I movie for, a little I bit. Think he, I think it starts in the real world that he has to go back. Ah, okay. Yeah, that's uh, what I remember. But that's like literally it. <laughs> like after that, I'm like, yes. I think the rock guy maybe comes back. Well, because apparently uh, also. Uh, well, here we go. Back. 
Bastion Balth. Whoa, this kid's name is Bast Bastion Balthazar Bucks. By the way, Jesus. Oh, uh, that sucks. Uh, seeks to join the high school swimming team. You know why? Oh, uh, yeah, because otherwise he was getting hit this summer. <laughs> But his ability to uh, to dive uh, uh, diving board is yeah. So then he goes back to fit. I almost got like, oh my lord! I need to rewatch that uh, Never Ending Story too. It's directed by George Miller, but it's I was just looking at that different guy. different George Miller, yeah. which is funny because on uh, Wikipedia it says George T Miller, but clearly on his IMDb, this dude just passed away this year. Apparently, his IMDb page is like, no, no, no. I'm leaving that T off. Fuck <laughs> yeah. that guy. Fuck that Australian son <laughs> of a bitch. Right, I'm the right. American one. The, I'm the better one. I did it. Uh, Never ending story part two. Why should I change? He's the one that sucks. <laughs> oh, oh, what? Oh, what is he known for? Lorenzo's oil. Come on, just go with me on this one. Yeah, I mean, come on. Doesn't everyone talk about the man from Snowy River? Yeah, come on. Oh, definitely. And whatever Matlock TV movie that guy. Oh, I actually <laughs> want to see the man from Snowy River starring Kirk Douglas. Ooh. Oh, all right. All right. Might be nice. Rated PG though. Yeah. Oh, that's trouble. Different guy uh, playing Atreyu in that second movie, though. Oh, yeah. They recast it to shit. Name's Kenny Morrison. All right. Uh, yeah. That's a big, a big who cares. Uh so that is the end of this movie, uh, 90-ish some odd minutes there. But I, I do like the idea that like it's only the first part of this book because like yeah. that means it is kind of a never-ending sure. story, at least for a little bit. Uh, I go around the horn here. Uh, final thoughts and recommendations. Chris Cabin? It's fine. Uh, I, I can't really say other... like I guess if you really like uh, like creature effects and stuff like that, you should see it just to see these the, the creations that are made here. The rock monster is really cool. I mean, all of it looks pretty cool. I just, I find this story, I found this so annoying. Like, I, I, the framing of device is a problem. Like, if you had had one thing in the middle where you go back to Bastion mm-hmm. and, like, kind yeah. of, like, reform and kind of, like, be like, oh, what just happened? Oh, man. But it is, like, I'm every 10 minutes or so, this kid is back on the fucking TV. And I can't <laughs> take it. Like, it's just, and I also, I I personally, I know I, we, we went over this with Guardians 3. I don't think the I don't think the horse thing really works that well. I think you've had one scene with this kid and his horse, and I'm like, oh, of course they're bonded. Oh, that is it. Oh, you, you just want to see him fuck the horse first before he cries. That's, no, that's but I think exactly. Chris, that is a good point. If you had more scenes, because it is like the adventure is just getting going. Yeah, and the horse eats shit in the first obstacle, I, and you're like, All right. well, it look, doesn't even matter to me. Like it's just like, oh, it was just a cute horse. You just killed a cute horse. Because you want me to remember something now, but you don't. Okay. You don't believe that someone can have an attachment to an animal without establishing that attachment. I, I do. I would like to see it on screen. If we're gonna do stuff like this, the the interior, the thing this guy cares about is a thing and matters to the movie. Then I want sure, to see them if, bond. If I, see I want a guy with a bond. dog. I can assume he likes his dog. Sure, <laughs> but like I, that's. But my point is, Eric, is it's all plot. Like it never stops to have some moment with this kid. One, either of the kids, just like being like a kid and like figuring out who they are and like having time alone with themselves because there's the venture story. I get it. But I also think the horse thing is kind of stupid. Well, I I disagree with the horse death being bad, but I I see what you're saying for sure. There could have been a little more to establish these things. Yeah. So, you know, not uh, see it once, I guess it's fine. But uh, otherwise, uh, not, not my cup of tea. Uh, we'll save Eric Siska for last here, but Steve Sadak. Yeah, I mean, like, I think it's a fun 
it was fun to rewatch it. I haven't, I haven't thought about this movie a lot in the last 30 years that I was like, oh, this part. Oh, that part. So there's, there, yeah. you know, that's that's kind of cool uh, in revisiting, but I'm I'm not going to go back. You know what I mean? Like, I do think that there's like, mm-hmm. it is a little light in content. I think the 90 minute runtime, which I appreciate, certainly, you could do more with it. There could be like more exploration of villages and so on and so forth. And like, you know, I would like to see more of the shit goblin and more of deep Roy. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that there, right. there's a lot left on the table at the end of this movie, which is again, fine, but it just, it's, and I also don't think that the meta ness works the way that the movie wants it to in terms of like, but really circling that squared, it doesn't really do that job that, that well. It it's, seems like th- that would work better. If if that's an element they keep in the book where it's like it's a one to one as far as the medium, I think that makes a little more sense. Yes. Because then it's like, oh, yeah, uh, kid, you know, you're reading this book and someone is reading a book that's your story. Yeah. When you do like book to movie, it doesn't translate as well. Yep. Yeah, to me. Yeah. No, I'll say, you know, if you haven't seen it before and, you know. I will say, if you haven't seen it before and you're like big into fantasy and creature effects and stuff, definitely check it out. If that's not your cup of tea, do not bother. It is 90 minutes that you're not going to enjoy. Uh, I think the editing is truly terrible. Uh, the framing device does not work. I think the kids are terrible. But I did like all the effects. I liked all of the music, including I think the thing that I got the most from watching this movie was tooling around uh, on Wikipedia uh, for the movie and learning that, you know, while uh, Marauder did a bunch of tunes for the movie, he didn't compose the actual score. That was by a, a German fellow by the name of Klaus Doldinger. And he was a guy, he was a German jazz musician who was in this group called Passport. And I found a couple of their albums uh, on, on Apple Music. And I got to say, Passport, man, 1970s German jazz, pretty fun stuff. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I would I would recommend checking out uh the the music of Passport. Uh but yeah, that's that's me. Eric Siska turn the lights off at the clubhouse. Sure. Oh boy, then but then there'll be just a grain of We Ate movies <laughs> and we'll have to re-envision it for next time. That's right. Um, oh, that's right. I think this movie's a classic. I know maybe that's, you know, I, it's kind of it's part of I know I definitely know part of that is the nostalgia of having right. seen it a bunch as a kid. And I do agree with the faults that you guys are pointing out. It certainly has them. But for a, a you know, a foreign financed movie to have the scope of ambition and, mm-hmm. and Peterson going for it and, and just like just, yeah, we're going to make a dog dragon. And it worked. <laughs> I mean, there's certainly right. stuff yeah. that didn't work in the movie, but a lot of it does. So it's a recommend for me. I think it's I think I had a good time rewatching it today. I hadn't seen it in like 25 years. Right. Um, but certainly there was problems with the shit boys and whatever else. But. <laughs> Yeah. I just uh, the music, uh, the uh, the the like matte paintings of these fucking yeah you know yes. the ivory towers oh, yeah. and stuff. That that's what I really appreciate, and I also love the horse death. It's a pity they bring him back. They should have left him dead like the mother. <laughs> 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 that is gonna do it for this episode on the Never Ending Story Gang. Uh, if you want more We Hate Movies, of course, check out Patreon.com/slash We Hate Movies, uh, where this month we have a We Love Movies episode all about Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, mm. uh, which was a real fun one to lay down. That was uh, we had a ball talking about that and poking fun at it here and there. Uh, we also got a lot of good stuff coming up, of course. 
you know, all your faves, Melrose 210, the Nexus, they are they are there uh, for June as well. What are we doing on AD, Steve? Do we know? We do not know. Just At the yet. time of recording? No, no, no. no. Uh, same thing for Gleep Glossary? That's right. We don't know yet. Yeah, that's right. See, this is what happens, folks. We got to record episodes in advance of tour. We're just so far ahead of schedule, so you're going to have to get the Big Daddy Dispatch and find out yourself when that comes but out. But I guarantee June. they're great. Oh, they're yeah. Great. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, oh, that's why I didn't even say that. Dude. That's what we've done. Saying. It's that's the best done. deal in podcasting. Oh, here's the thing, though. Even though we're recording this this far in advance, one thing we do know we're doing is that in the month of June, y'all, on that top tier on Patreon, the Walsh tier itself, we will be bringing back once in a lifetime, and you better believe Dr. Beck will be coming along oh, for the ride. Finally, the, the sleepwalker's nightmare. Yes. I'm so excited. Stalked by yes. my doctor. And if you like those Stalked by my doctor movies, we've done all of them leading up to this movie, including Sleepwalking in Suburbia, which this new Dr. Beck adventure <laughs> is a crossover event. Mind if I cross over into your story, too? <laughs> Dr. Beck by the barrel. Bastion, like reading this. They're like, no, Dr. Beck. Uh, and at some point this month, um, I don't know that we've even selected the title. Oh, yeah, yes. pro- probably somewhere towards the end of the month, gang, uh, the Q2 commentary will be coming out. Of course, our beloved syncable commentaries, if you want to catch up on those, the most recent one we did uh, was back earlier this year on John Wick. That was a lot of fun. So title TBD, but folks love those commentaries, man. It's like watching a movie with us. We talk over it, joke around. You know, Steve spilling beer all over the floor in real time. It's great stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But as always, on the the main feed here, We Hate Movies uh, rolls on. Uh, Next Tuesday, another episode will drop, as always. Uh, Steve, what are we going to be talking about then? We're going to get our popcorn and get our buns over to the movies because we will be doing an emergency episode on Transformers mm. Rise of the Beasts. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, it could be a WLM. Who knows? Sure. You know, who does? You never know. This is a, yeah, I mean, a little bit of yeah. April, like, leaking out, I think, right? Because yeah, there's exactly. an oil leaking out. Dude. <laughs> I mean, how are we not going to do it? We've done all the Transformers movies. Exactly. How are we not going to be doing one about ape Transformers? Oil leaking I mean, out, by the way? Like Optimus Prime cream pie? See, I mean, this, this, is, this is the content you're going to get next week, ladies yes. and gentlemen. This Don't is wait, exactly yeah, yeah. it. This is a little preview and I will say, for that one. Because, because it is a uh, movie that will still be in theaters, of course, the uh, note-taking and memory situation might be a little rough. So who knows? You might get a 75-minute episode next week. <laughs> also, because if, if that movie is just nothing but, like, robots fighting and not much story, yeah, no. Uh, but I'm just glad that it didn't turn out to be what IMDb was mistakenly saying the runtime was, which was like close to four hours. <laughs> Come uh, on. That really, I, I don't know how you fuck that up, IMDb. That's really embarrassing. Um, but until next week, gang, when we're talking about Transformers Rise of the Machines? That, uh, uh, Rise of the Beasts. Rise of the Beasts. Oh, excuse me. So until next week, gang, when we're talking about Transformers colon Rise of the Beasts, I've been Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Chris Cavan. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast. The biggest international festival for the business of podcasting is back. 
The Podcast Show London will bring together thousands of podcast creators under one roof on the 22nd and 23rd of May. Also featuring major industry players, global brands and some of the most iconic voices in podcasting. Plus, creator meetups, networking and an evening festival of unmissable live shows. Passes from £89. Book yours now at thepodcastshowlondon.com. Listener.